passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Door. Bumper. Clear. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Door Bumper Clear, presented by OfferPad. I'm Freddie Kraft. Today we'll cover everything from Bristol with our buddy Justin Haley. We'll talk the Dirty Mo Ultimate Experience, no caution for Brad Keselowski, next-gen durability issues, playoff predictions, Kyle Busch to RCR, and much, much more. Jason, let's roll. Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, <laughs> spotter of the, uh, let me see, the the six cup car, um, 68, had a one truck, and I even did an uh, ARCA car. Who drives a 68? Uh, this weekend was Chris Wright. Chris Wrong. Chris Wright. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick question, why did you no. hit the wall while you were leading a race? Why did I hit the wall? Yeah, while you were uh, leading the cup race at Bristol, uh, you were about to win. Why did you yeah, hit the wall? Because we um, had a tire malfunction. Do you <laughs> read the show sheet? Seriously. Brett Griffin, Spotter College Racing. Got my buddy Justin Haley beside of me. We'll kick it to him in a minute. Uh, good run for us the other night. Top 12. And uh, Freddie, I guess you were smoking all day yesterday. I was smoking all day yesterday. I was smoking all day Saturday. I was smoking all day Friday. No, I had oh, them all covered. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. All right. My my weekend took a steep turn downhill after Thursday night. What's uh, up, Freddie Kraft? Your, your week started off with you smoking in here on Monday. Yeah, well, that Tuesday. was... That was I uh, mean, did it ever stop? Yeah, it stopped to actually. So that night I left here, started drinking here, left here, continued to drink till about midnight. And then I died pretty much. So then, <laughs> I, so, so then I just took the rest of the week off. And Megan, the next day, well, Megan couldn't go out on Monday because she had to work. So then Tuesday, she was, I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, she was off. And she's like, let's go do something. And I'm like, get away from me. Go work. Get Go downstairs. <laughs> I'm not getting out of bed. Go to work. <laughs> like, I don't care. Honestly, go somebody do needs something. to check on Megan at this point. I'm um, not really worried. She, about she's him. fine. Oh. She, she get him. over it. And she went with him to Bristol. Yeah, she went. Yeah, she so. came. She was there this week. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe she She's not coming back because yeah. uh, Friday night. Did you not go to Hooters? Have, I did go to Hooters, but uh, I guess Herm stole all my mojo because Herm came with me. Congrats to Mike Herman for uh, winning with Chris Busher. If you were in the 
sweet way we told a story about how much you know how mike got me down here kind of hooked me up a bubba i don't know 13 years I ago got, whatever I it was. yankee moves south i yeah. gotta show you something so uh while tj shows us something what's up casey hey guys casey boat here your marketing <laughs> vp babysitter VP. yep you've upgraded Pro- yourself <laughs> promoted myself what kind of raise does that come with look uh, at this interview brad's doing look in the background there's how <laughs> a boy her <laughs> hey Jason. Hey Jason Shell's producer DBC here. Fresh back from the Jesus Bristol Christ. Sweet. You, right? <laughs> you were drinking talk. last night? <laughs> yeah. No, not drinking at all. Bristol Sweet was a lot of fun. I met a lot of great people there. Had a really good time with everybody. Uh and y'all came by. Megan was there. Yeah, Megan. Can't tell did the backseat story. Megan, I could see time. smoke coming out of her ears when we told the Columbia story for the second time. Well, ever. You made me tell it. Well, because I knew I was going to get because she was in there. I was going to get in trouble if I yeah, if I told it. it so, you, know, so you didn't share all the details. Oh, uh, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I didn't go into the financials <laughs> of it, but yes, I, sh- I shared most most of the details. He didn't. No, I like the it. next. If you want to hear that story, come to the next. I uh, still fan don't experience. know that story, so feel free to share whenever you'd like. Uh, well, you're never well, invited. You can come to the next fan experience. I know where you can buy a ticket. Yeah, me too. I'll send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a we'll give you a discount. You. Oh my gosh, she's gonna you. she's gonna stab you. Hey, she, Justin, how's it going? I'm great. This is uh, great. You picked a great show. Yeah, uh, two sixty nine. Brett's nice. off. What a Jerk right now. <laughs> If we don't have a question from, from Decock in episode 269, <laughs> I'm going to be a very upset. I think, I think, <laughs> damn it, Jason. I'm no, someone in. But I saw a few tweets that said, hey, if I change my name to Decock, will you pick my question? So yes. I'm guessing Jason did not pick his question. I don't think he sent one in. But yes, uh, if you change your handle, it'll work. So Justin Haley, uh, yeah. I've been trying to get you on here for what seems like a year. Yeah, and I made a deal with you. We 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 had a we had a deal one night in Big Al's where you agreed to come on, and 15 yeah. minutes later you said, "I, I can't. Yeah. I got a massage tomorrow." Yeah, it all happened <laughs> so quick that night. I had to pick a massage too. Yeah, I wasn't drinking yeah. last night. That, that night at Big Al's, it happened real fast. So then I told him this weekend, as soon as I did something, he. He would have yeah. me on the show, and, and we, I did something. We determined. What did you? What did you do? I finished on the lead. <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. We yeah. are yeah. the champions. I mean, there was no. Friend. Yeah, I mean, it was just I had to that's do like something. A, listen, that's a win. I, that's like a win, if, though. Where, where'd man. you end up? What'd you finish? Twelfth. Yeah, twelfth. And that was like a circumstantial twelfth because I thought you ran much better than twelfth most of the night, right? I mean, yeah. I I felt like you ran better than AJ, and I don't even know where AJ ended up. He was in the top ten somewhere. I would assume. I, I don't know if you know this, but in the Cup Series, you have to pit. Yeah. From time to time. Not good for you. Yeah, we were either like seventh or thirty seventh. There was no between, <laughs> just no depending on our pit strategy. So um yeah, it all was flip flopping. We yeah, yeah, and that's just all you did all night. And at one point Cody Ware passed us and I almost jumped off the back of the roof. Yeah. Hey Cody Ware did you text when that happened? But then I then <laughs> I, I passed Justin Cody Ware. The car. So Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was a, it was overall a good night. We had a really fast car in one too. Like we could rip the bottom. A lot of guys moved up really early. Justin did not. Like, he was really trying to make his stuff work on the bottom. And at one point, he fussed at me for telling him to run the top. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, you got mad? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like a jokingly fuss. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So, so we we were lining up. What what was the jokingly? Shut the up, (laughs) Red. I'm ass on the bottom. (laughs) We were lining up on a restart. We had just pitted, so we were way back there. And and Cody Ware was in front of me. So, you know, with with all due respect, we were going opposite. And he's like, I hope Cody takes the top because I couldn't make the top work. And so Cody chose the bottom and I chose the bottom. And there we were. <laughs> and and uh, I rode around, rode behind him for a few laps and we passed him and uh, set our sights on the next one. Yeah, but, fun, fun racetrack, right? Yeah, no, I tell you what, there is, uh, 
I, that's really my first Bristol night race. Um, I don't think that there was anywhere that did a pre-race as good as that. I mean, the Daytona 500 comes to mind because it is what it is. But the Bristol night race pre-race show. What was your is, song? Yeah, what did Brett choose for you? So Brett, Brett didn't choose for me. Oh, no, okay. you know, well, thank God. It was, just all, yeah. it was a, a publicity act. You know? <laughs> so, um, I'm glad you really I didn't trust a, him with that. I had a sentimental song um, from my family. So um, it was Summer Breeze by Seals and Cross. It was my... You want to sing a line or two no, for I, us? No, I don't. But, um, <laughs> anyway, grandma's favorite track, grandma's favorite song. So That's oh, awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I don't that like? That is awesome. Is we can't tell from the roof what the song is. I can like. tell one of them. Did you hear what Tyler Reddick's song was? What was it? No. Beastie Boys, Sabotage. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it couldn't have come at a more perfect time, right? <laughs> The timing couldn't have been better for that. Jeez. Were there any other good ones that? Uh, uh, that was actually the only one I made sure because I was so hoping I was hoping, I was hoping to, that Kyle or Tyler uh, played "Take This Job and Shove It" by uh, what's his name? Uh, wow, Johnny Patriot. Oh, there, God. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been amazing. But sabotage is actually better than and, oh, "Take and, This and, Job and, and Shove It." <laughs> could you imagine? If, could you imagine though, like if Kyle came out and like because that's the first words you hear in the song is "Take This Job yeah. and Shove It." Oh my gosh. <laughs> So now the Bristol songs are turning into like, yeah, hitting, like meetings. hitting meetings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Sapphire. Who knew our sport could do such a thing? Uh, yeah, I didn't really hear any. I'm sure Bubba had some stupid ass screaming heavy metal song. Oh, yeah. If I had to guess, did you um did you run your modified around the dirt? Bristol. Yeah, dirt? I did. I tried. Yeah. I blew up like three motors in two days and and spent a bunch of money and left pissed off. <laughs> so. so you ran Bristol Dirt Modified, Bristol yep. Dirt Cup, yep. Bristol Cup car. What's more fun to drive around there? Um, well, obviously the modified was hooked up. I mean, you're just wide open with a thousand horsepower and an eight inch tire. Awesome. So, um, the few laps I did before I grenaded two engines was <laughs> was really fun. But um, you know, I think it's uh, man, I don't know. The concrete's fun. It, it was fun, but it evolves during um, the race. Like it's bottom. Yeah, top. I wish there was more fall off. Um, oh gosh, yeah. Between don't say all that three word. series, <laughs> I feel like there was no fall off. Which, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there has been fall off at Bristol. There I mean, was. Is that just something I was missing? Listen, man, or? We, we saw Jimmy Johnson pit probably seven years ago for a flat tire, and by the time it cycled, it was early in the run. Like he was fifty laps into a run, he pitted. And he came out with damn near a lap lead after the cycle. Really? Clearly, he went a couple laps down. Yeah, that was but, yeah, but yeah, but he was so freaking fast. So yeah, we have had tire fall off there, but we did not have a lot of tire fall off this weekend. Yeah. So um, I tell you what, the center corner speed that first sixty-five lap green flag run. Um, I talked to AJ about this too, and and uh, the caution come out, and I come on the radio and I said, I was like, man. Woo! Like, it's gonna be a long night, 500 laps. Like, mm -hmm. buckle up, Buttercup. You know, it's a long, and, it's uh, a lot of laps. I, I finally kind of got settled down into a groove, but um, you know, I th I think the Bristol dirt race this year, you know, there was about seven rain cautions, or you know, it just you were in and out of the car, and you know, there was that pit strategy that no one knew what was going on. So who's leading? Yeah, yeah, there was that. I'm leading. So no, you're leading. I think for me, it wasn't that fun this year. So I don't know. Maybe next year I'll have. A little more fun. Yeah, cool. I thought the race was okay. I thought the race was pretty good, even with no fall off. Honestly, I would have liked fall off, but you know, I thought it was going to go top lane dominant, and yeah. the the bottom actually was a little bit racier. Yeah, I, than thought, I thought it was. Yeah. Like, we were we were much better on the bottom. I mean, yep. it was only out there for half we, the race, but yeah, we got the lead from the bottom. Yeah. So I mean, when we we passed all them guys, 
Our car was good, though. We could move up and make ground. They would move up and, you know, we could go where they weren't and still run a faster car. Yeah, board. it was just weird to see. Like, you watch the ARCA race on whatever night that was, Thursday night, and the track rubbered up like it used to. Like, from yeah. top to bottom, it was rubbered up. Trucks went out there, pulled all that rubber up, and then never laid any more down. The cup guys finally laid some rubber to down at up the top. very end. Like, the, uh, a couple trucks moved up, but it was like the last 20 laps of yeah, the race. It was already over. Wait, what yeah. ARCA car were you spotting? Uh, the 73. Andy J. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Arca race. We came back from, yeah, we came back from two laps down to uh, finish eighth. Let me tell you something. That Arca race. Dude, there was, I, <laughs> Those, I turned on the FS1 broadcast and at home, and there was like 30 cars. Oh, there was a lot of them. There needed to be 27. Yeah. Two separate yeah. races. When they, went, when they went green. Two separate dude, races. When they went green, oh my there God. was three guys out there that I could have yeah. beaten in my truck. And <laughs> so, <you're laughs> <trying again. laughs> so what was the minimum speed? In there race? is no minimum speed in Arca. No, not it's really. It's my eye. It's like, ah. So, there was two separate races. There was a bottom oh, lane dude. of lap cars, and then. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else on the top lane. Did you see that one point in the race? It was pretty early in the race where the leaders got to that group of lap cars and it looked like a bomb was getting ready to go yeah. off. And I was just waiting. We were for sitting it. in the suite waiting for the truck race to start. And like there's, I don't know, there's probably 10 cub spotters in there just hanging out waiting for the, for the truck race. And they are coming up and we're like, oh God. Like, cause you could tell, like, we, we, do, oh, we yeah. kind of do this for a living. So we're, we know what's coming. And it's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh God. And like, it's fine for the first five or six guys because they're single file. And then once, the, the third, the first up. guys that are side by side come up. You're like, yeah, here we go. And these these guys are literally running. Uh, Brad Smith was the 48 car. He was part of this pack. He had no issues the first half of the race. He was 21 laps down by lap 100. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's was, getting lap once every what five laps? You know, like, yeah. It, it <laughs> was uh, the, the leaders got to the first lap car. I think on lap five. Yeah, like if you're 20 laps yeah. down by lap 100, you're getting lapped I was every five laps. About it on my couch. <laughs> I just I don't like, know how do you doing? race. Like, I, I no problem with people wanting to race, but like, how do you go out there and just have fun doing that? It's no like way, it man. looks like a driving experience. Like I'm out here, ha, ha like what? It, <laughs> get like, off the racetrack. There's and it was some three of them, them might have the right side <laughs> seat in them. <laughs> Yeah. There's a mount. Yeah. There's a mount there for sure. I don't know if the seats in there. But I, there's but, somewhere I mean, we talk about it all, or you guys talk about it all the time. I guess not me, but I mean that was. <laughs> you a, think it obviously? That was an impressive Arca field. Yeah, it was I a mean, lot of cars. Was, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of cars. Like, I was expecting to turn the TV on and see seven cars. Yeah. So it was nice to see the, like a, Kansas. A full how many were there? Field. I don't remember. Not many. Like less yeah. than twenty. Yeah. So that was that was cool to see. Casey, who are you talking to on your phone? Um, no, I'm actually checking Bob's Twitter handle. Sorry, Bob. Thanks for the info. Bob. Yes. I like when people tweet to Bob and then be like, Bob oh, Bob, you didn't it. think that, like, you're yes. wrong, Bob. This yes. is what the case is. And Bob's like, oh, like, you think you know more than I do? Can we talk about Bob in the phone pit? Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. I saw Bob. Wait. Party Bob. Dude, Hi, I saw Bob in the morning. I was like, geez, yes. Bob. Listen, um, did, did you know the name that Casey gave Bob? Bob uh, Pacaros. Pac okay, that was like four years ago, and honestly, it still sticks. Listen, it's fine. if, they, if those it. people thought they saw Party Bob because he was firing off a foam gun, they should have seen Party Bob. With <laughs> he was me in and, the foam. They should have seen yes. Party Bob with me and Brett at uh, Dover one year. <laughs> so I told Bob, I saw him Victory Lane. He's up there, and I'm like, Bob, if you hang around, we're gonna get the foam thing out here in a little bit and rage. If you want to hang around for it, like Bob, did you see his arm? His arms had to be tired the next day. He was, I saw, well, he, was he got down there in the foam and he started uh, hanging out so he was good after that bob pockers is so famous we just call him bob now yeah and people yeah. know who yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, there's bob. only one bob he's yeah, my bob. idol like there used to be bob seeger and now there's i am honestly Parkers. hoping there are a few like halloween costumes about bob oh i might maybe i would love to dress up as bob give me uh, give me curly brown hair i dressed up like bob and give me give me 
Give me glasses that you know there's no way in so hell you can actually race see weekend, out of them. Xfinity 500 race weekend is I, Halloween weekend. So I, well, It's not Halloween. No, it's, it's Halloween. Oh, my God. After the H. So they celebrate Halloween and McB. <laughs> Whatever. And eat Either McDonald's. Way, <laughs> I dressed up like Bob Ross at Brett's one year. I think it would have been the same all costume. You be Bob for Halloween. We I just think. need glasses you can't possibly <laughs> see out of and curly hair. The funniest thing was, in my was you dressing up as him. As Brett. <laughs> the funniest thing was Brett not knowing what the <laughs> was going on. I was on so drunk, I didn't know he was dressed up as me. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Well, well, I was like, where'd, where'd you get my socks? He's at? like, why are you wearing my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Bob's tweets lately because uh, what were with all of the issues, A, with Ford and tires, and B, car issues is it because you know do you not read uh, the show sheet yeah, or? I, i've never been a part of this show but i think that comes later <laughs> she, i'm not sure though so last night at about nine o'clock i text our group somebody's gonna podcast, get the middle finger and here. i said man i know this is gonna be a oh, tough show was, for you I'm to navigate sorry. casey but i really want you to be prepared and not kiss nascar's ass during this whole show and she got you. mad she obviously still didn't read the show sheet I did. she comes I here unprepared all the time I, it, it frustrates the out of me, I, I should just. I think I should just leave. Uh, if you swear, you're the, gonna get a hundred dollars. The best person, the Bob best, the best part about like this right whole deal is, is, of course, it's on a group me. The best part about this whole deal is the two people that don't read the show sheet are gonna argue with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I read the show sheet. I just sometimes SDBC gets me. I'm so sorry, but no. We what? just communicate with memes most of the time. That's how it. Hey, you see the, the show meme? sheet? Memes Ooh. and emojis. Memes yeah. and emojis. That's all we got. But that's actually not the same question. Is what. Oh. I Oh, oh, now we're going to navigate why no. we suck. What? That's what we're going to do. No, just issues in general. I feel like um, Bowman was talking about how in Bristol, like where, I don't know if the, the surface. We're still going to talk about yeah, this later. Like, this is all you couldn't yeah. You're, you're if, not going to dig yourself out of this. question wasn't in the show sheet, why wasn't it? <laughs> all right. Anyways, Wait. let's move on. It seems Good like news. a reasonable question. I mean, I'll now Jason's getting fired up over here. Well, no, we've got a new DBC T-shirt for sale on DirtyMoMedia.com. We do. That's very exciting. Oh, I yeah. saw it. It's the one, the first ones we actually think had for sale on there. So go check I, it out. It's probably going to sell out fast. So yeah. get it. Don't, don't wait. Just like the yeah. sweet experience. Just like yeah. who designed else? it? Uh, our friend Ryan Williams. Oh, he's Ryan designed it. Roots. Yeah, Ryan does some good stuff. Awesome at the JRM paint scheme. So go check it out. He designed the shirt. It's for sale right now. DBC t-shirt. Speed Street t-shirts also out now and some other stuff too. He so. does all Dell Jr.'s iRacing cars too, I think. Yeah. And they all look Dell Jr. Good. has a personal iRacing designer. That's what How do you think he got a job at JRM? Wow. <laughs> what, do you think he picks out his own personal clothes too? <laughs> wow. What? A, it must be nice to be Dell Jr. You think? Are you just figuring this out? <laughs> Talking to the guy who's still waiting on a boat. Listen, even like when you race with him on there, you're like, oh, like he doesn't realize when he gets people, the guy's like, oh, that's Dell Jr. I'm going to race him good. They let him go right by. You get to the guy and the guy's like, oh, get on your door. Like, you mother. TJ. Yeah. What's his iRacing name? Is it just Junior? Oh, yeah. No, he races Dell Jr. Yeah. Oh, it's Dale Jr. I feel like it should just be Junior. There's probably them already. Yeah. No, he raises his real name. I'm telling you, he doesn't realize how catered to people are. Then, like, if it was me and you, we're getting wrecked. Right? Oh yeah. Like, so he oh. doesn't. He doesn't realize that everybody around him kisses his ass. He doesn't realize that. He Not should. on there. Not on there. But he should. 
and then he, and then I race him, and then he gets mad. You talk about like you watch, you go to like a plate race with Dale Junior. There's a line oh of cars lined up behind him, like just like that's what we did in real life, though. And then that's funny. You know how you know how you know you're screwed is when you go out there and so Ryan puts these paints a lot of times on like Trade and Paints, which is a website where you go and pick out like seven hundred people using the same when you when you get out there and there's like seven filter time cars, yeah. you know you are screwed. <laughs> like they'll join the session and be like, "Oh, yes. Dale Junior's in here. Oh, go yeah. get his scheme load back in." Well, that, well, they're you just know that they're not helping you a bit. They're a yeah. filter time car, so you're <laughs> they're going to kiss his ass for the entire. Oh race. yeah, so you got to wreck all the filter time cars. You know what it looks like? You ever watch the Tour de France and all the same yeah. bike guys are lined up together? Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like when they get out <laughs> there. They like. just all line up behind Dale and just whatever Dale needs, we got him. <laughs> it must be nice to be Dale. I mean, it probably doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, let's hear a little bit more about our amazing presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Great news, everyone. Selling your home has never been this easy. OfferPad takes all the worry and hassle out of the process. You can get started in less than five minutes. Log on to OfferPad.com, fill out the form by your home, and submit it to OfferPad. You'll answer basic questions about your home, and it allows OfferPad's real estate experts to craft your competitive cash offer. You'll receive that cash offer in your inbox within 24 hours, and you're in control of what happens next. Selling with OfferPads means you can sell on your own schedule with more convenience, certainty, and control. You get showered with perks when you sell with OfferPad, too. You can sell without listing. There are no showings. You pick your own closing day, and there's a free local move. We're headed to race in Texas this weekend. If you live in or around the Dallas-Fort Worth area, OfferPad has a market there. You can move around the area or move there and be closer to the great barbecue and sports in that area. When asked where you heard about OfferPad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Oh, here we f***ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ... Um... Uh... Uh... There's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for Spot On, Spot Off. First topic. Spot On, Spot Off. NASCAR doesn't throw a caution for Brad Keselowski, but throws one quickly for Christopher Bell. Mm. I know who I want. Hey, 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 let's, let's, Brett, Brett, let's sit back and let TJ get us called to the hauler. TJ, Spot On, Spot Off. TJ, get us called to the hauler finally. So this goes back to the very first question that you asked me why we... Hit the wall because we didn't want to caution. Um, we got into the you fin- hit the wall because you didn't want to caution. Yeah, um, we didn't want to bring the caution out, so we got into the wall and then we got <laughs> got the pit road. <laughs> um, I'm I'm spot off because I, I mean I don't know how I could be spot on for that. We I don't know if I'm just supposed to stay on the racetrack and just till you decide to to get the caution. Like I think I'm doing the right thing, but then you got a guy that gets a flat that doesn't even the twenty never hit the wall. Didn't even brought, didn't even get, I mean, he might've got close, but not even close Never to Never touched it. the wall. Got low on the straightaway. I had to run a whole corner, half a track high out of the way, trying to clear my guy low through traffic. The guy that gets the caution gets lows out of the way on one off the corner and not even a factor. And well, then, the caution was already out by then. He but was, he was out of the way. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, to, by the time he even got to the corner, they had already thrown let's, the yellow. Let's set How the many laps were in between this? Let, let's set the, not, uh, many. not many. Not many. So Brad, 
doesn't get a caution, then maybe five laps later. That's uh, probably a little more. Yeah, okay. Let's, set, let's yeah. set the precedent here because let's set the the, the reality of what happens. Kozlowski has a tire problem and he nails the wall. Okay, now he's riding around way slower than what you should ride around to be in a safe situation. Just trying to get down. Okay, the second, the very second that the twenty cut a tire, the tower said cautions out debris in two. There is no way in hell they knew if there was debris there yet or not. Right? Am I right? They were guessing. I am no, not. Yeah. I am not. Oh, here comes the ass kiss. Start, somebody ass. start the Hoover. No, I am <laughs> stating. I am stating a quote from a NASCAR representative, which I want to get your thoughts. Representative. On. Representative. Yes. Representative. Representative. What is a representative? <laughs> it's Christmas. The t- <laughs> She's going to walk out. <laughs> Jace is going to finish the show. The 20 had... <laughs> Pull it together here. Had lap cars around him, and the six had a big enough lead, which is why they what? threw a caution for the 20. Who the f*** did you talk to? I don't to? know whoever told you that. Wait, is that word for On word? On Twitter. Wait for it. No. Well, tell me. Oh, my, my God. This is why I don't text him sometimes. No, it was, a, it was a, I think he just tweeted it, but. He did tweet it. Oh my I'm just getting your so, thoughts so on that. Nobody, what that he, he, okay, should, well, he shouldn't tweet. So ask Mike. I would love to ask Mike, and I could text him right now and ask him, how many lap cars passed Brad before he got to pit road? A lot. <laughs> like, only half the I'm field. I'm going to go ahead and tell oh, you. Here we go. It was hard for me to get him down. Yeah. He just got the, Listen, the, I mean, the video here evidence go. here. Uh, if it's going to play. Oh, well, I watched it this morning. It, so it, I don't uh, know if I'm spot on or spot off, because it sounds like if Brad would have brought the caution out, we wouldn't have gone a lap down and we would have just been on a lead lap. Yeah. But I'm also spot on for the, the caution, caution coming out because I was lucky dog. dog. Uh, who, who's around this guy? All right, here's a 20. Hang on. Uh, oh, there's nothing around him. He's going into one. He's clear by 10 car lengths to Kyle yep. Larson. He oh, cuts a tire. There's nobody around him. Kyle Larson goes Kyle by, underneath him. He easily gets to the bottom. The he's, Look. He, he's, he's out of the way. <laughs> you almost clobbered him, dude. What are you thinking? Brad, what were you doing? He said, he said like, the 20 had three wide. <laughs> Who were you texting at that time? Lap cars barreling down on it. <laughs> he's a liar. Lap <laughs> <Last> cars barreling. <laughs> you all. It's you. I understand you're presenting their side of it, but when their side of it's full of then you can't. I mean, can, you can, can present it. Can but. You're an idiot. <laughs> can you please go on Twitter, TJ? No, I'm not getting it. You're send, nope. The answer is no already. Send that. Send the video to me, and I'll send it to Mike. There was that was like a that was the whole race video. Yeah, that that I'm not. Uh, I'm a full length race. I video. mean, if you said there, I would love to see back that up. Let's see it again. I want to nope, see the three I, wide I, lap I, cars. No, I mean you don't have to show it to no, the camera. There was no three. <laughs> I'm cars. just looking for the three <laughs> wide lap cars barreling down on the twenty. It was me, Cody Ware. It was you, Cody Ware, and JJ. <laughs> well, that's under, that's understandable. I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't whether I don't think either one of these situations. Merited a caution flag, but I can tell you what the case is. You can't have one be a caution and not the other. And like to Brett's point, they immediately called debris from the tower. Not nobody in turn two said, "Hey, tower, there's debris over here. You better put it out." The second he got loose in the middle of one and two, the, the difference in these two accidents was the twenty car had sparks coming off of it, and the six did not. Like that—that that was the essentially that well, was the yeah. biggest difference in these accidents. As soon as the twenty got a flat, there was a little small shower of sparks off the right rear, and they panicked and threw the yellow flag. The committee got this one wrong. I don't know. They went to the committee because the yellow came out so fast. Uh, but listen, you the, the the implications of this. Kevin Harvick is hauling ass at this point. He's running down the leaders in a must win situation. The twenty gets a flat. I think this bumps him to second or third, and he's right there. You know, he's not far off of Kyle Larson with probably the fastest car at that point in the race. And in turn, in turn, now he comes down pit road. His wheels fall off, and and his playoff hopes are done because of a caution that probably didn't need to come out.
I'm spot on for everything Freddie just said. The reality is I don't understand. I, I, I agree. <laughs> There's a car inside of Brad when he hits the wall. <laughs> he was clear. There was nobody around him. <laughs> I, I am glad TJ has all this video evidence to support <laughs> the fact that the scenarios are very, very similar and neither scenario warranted a caution. And it's just a shame that it changed the outcome of the race. I just would have liked a chance to fight for the top five if you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, that, it saved the 20s race. The 20 never lost a lap. He came back out. He probably finished in the top five. I don't yeah. know where he ended up, fourth or fifth or something, third maybe even. How many other times did this happen? I mean, there was multiple all night, cars. All night, yeah. guys blew right fronts and didn't get The only right two cars fronts. that I remember getting a caution for were the 11 when he got one. He got one off a of four and, and he slowed down. the fence pretty good. Yeah, right. and he was slow on the or front he, got, he stopped. He, he didn't hit the wall, I don't think, but he, well, he, he basically stopped on the front straightaway. And then he took away. off again, yeah. which yeah. I actually honestly thought that they, I was like, oh, that might be a lap or something. Yeah. They might penalize well, I think him a he lap. Was, I don't think he was, in, I think he just stopped to keep it off the fence because it took off to the right. Well, he took off again after yeah. they threw the yellow, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Listen, the guy's great. I, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, he's plug, pretty good. Plug in the hoop. Casey can spread him. Hang on, hang on. He's, 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 yeah. I have not got my new deal yet, so, so he's only pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you're at I think that's opposite of what you should be saying. Yeah, I feel like you should be sucking well, up at this no, point. No, no, I'm going to spin Denny's great. He'll be great deal yet. So. All right, well, we are. Hold on a minute. We ain't even heard from Justin. He was driving in the race. No, I just said, I mean, he did say he talked about talked cars. I'm not sure where I stand on this because if the caution would have came out for Brad, we would have been. On the lead lap. Well, you're right but, there behind Bell. as a driver, are you frustrated? I was right behind uh, C. Bell. Did you think that? Did you think that was a a, a situation where we <laughs> needed to instantly throw a caution flag? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you narrowly missed him. You <laughs> almost was destroyed was TJ. <laughs> you gotta have an opinion on here. We don't need <laughs> two other opinions. I needed the lucky dog, and I got the lucky dog. And he said that before, Brett. So, so you're happy. I, uh, he was good with it. I have no words. He he preferred he would have preferred they well, threw it for Brad while he was on the lead yeah. lap and not the lucky yeah, dog. That's where I stand. Because the lucky dog Noah loosened up as the show went on too. So you, I, we I'm still fine. got hope for you. Get I'm that fine with getting here. a caution for us. I'm fine with it because we yeah. got down out of the way safely and honestly we it probably didn't deserve a caution. I got but but the next one that doesn't that's even less of a factor gets a caution. Yeah. That's the only issue. There were three wide behind him, barreling down. The thing about it is, is, is being a driver in the race, you almost know like shows what the they think least of you. amount of stuff that's going on. Like I didn't even know it was a cutoff race. Jesus. I mean, that might have been my fault. The funny thing is, Brett probably didn't know you did. But I was like, <laughs> Brett, is it cutoff race? And he's like, Yeah. Oh, I should do my homework. Brett said, you probably said, Brett, this is a cutoff race. He said, hold on, let me check. <laughs> Give me let me text someone. Let me text, let me text somebody down. Let me text Bob and see what yeah. um, Bob is my go-to. All right, moving on. Freddie, your favorite person. Denny Hamlin well. tweets, we need Next Gen 2.0. Just got to figure out who's going to pay for it. After at least one dozen playoff drivers faced durability issues at Bristol, and he said passing was just impossible. Ready? Uh, yeah, then he's right. I think. Well, I mean, it's hard to argue with the the. I you obviously liked the race here tonight because you were in contention to win. Um, I think that that was not one of our better Bristol races. Um, there was just impossible to pass, and and you started running it. Listen, the 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 issues we had. I think the blown tires were team related. You know, you saw a lot of it was Ford. Uh, you know, uh, and and I think we didn't that's have any. Just, I'll tell you this: we had no issues all night. Yeah, you know, and and so. and. You know, that's a lot of... You, you, you just showed me an issue. I mean, you, I mean, you we blew had no, right front hit a wall. I mean, we that's had a small no issue. Tire wear. We ran 125 laps on the first set and didn't have any sign. And the tire's probably too gone to tell if it was a puncture. Well, I mean... Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. Well, I we'll just know. call it a coincidence that all the Fords okay. blew right fronts. Um, <laughs> but, 
you know, and then you know the the the. The, there was steering rack issues. Um, you know, obviously Toyota had a big issue. We there was three or four of them that had a. Well, I knew we or I know there was a seal blowing out of the rack on one of them on either the forty five or the twenty three. Like there was issues with that, but the, I heard throughout the field some other teams or four teams were having issues with that as well. Um, but I think the bigger concern is just lack of passing. Like it, you almost started running this race backwards, like you would a road course, just try to get track position. You would flip a stage from forty laps out, you know, cycle back to the lead. And hold it. Like, you won the first stage without pitting, right? I mean, you, 125, you, yeah, 125 laps. laps. Bell, who's one of the best cars all night, was second, 60 lap better tires, and, and couldn't do anything we with actually, them. at the end of that stage, we were starting to pull away Drive away again. And we saw this on whenever we practiced Friday. But, you know, the guys went out there, ran 30, 40 laps, went in, let their cars, their tires cool down, went back Got out faster. and went faster. And yep. it's like, yeah. I'm like, did they put tires on or, or what's going on down I there? I saw like somebody ran a 38 and they were yeah, running like Bell. 50s. And was, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, then. So Bell. I qualified a 15-teen, so 15-1, one, one, something, or somewhere around there, one seven, And then and during the race, like 300 laps in, I was running 15-4s. <laughs> yeah, it's like... like so, you know, and, laps. There, you just essentially ran the race like you would a road course where you just pit as soon as you're kind of in windows and get cycle back to the lead. I was shocked that everybody pit on that last caution when when Bell, you know, had his issue. Like, we see it all night. If you circle back to the lead, I mean, I they were surprised there was a caution. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I thought somebody like Harvick's in a I, must win. I, like, I, stay I, out. I wholeheartedly disagree with Denny on this. He wants a whole new car. I want two things, a tire that'll wear and more motor. I mean, Kevin Harvick mm-hmm. tweeted last week, give us a thousand horsepower. The problem within this race from where I stood for the entire weekend was how freaking fast corner speeds are, Justin. Like you guys are flat out ripping the center. Big yeah, time. I could I could do with uh, more horsepower. I feel like at a Darlington or a New Hampshire or um, an auto club, places where there's a lot of tire wear, um, even at the end of a run, it's, it's hard to spin the tires. Um, I mean, it is. I mean, we just have a lot of tire and a lot of downforce and grip and i mean it's it's hard to um you know step out and and you know you look at the races back in the mid 2000s i mean it was like they were half throttle down the straightaway at charlotte so um and honestly oh, yeah. this is a lot more horsepower than than we had planned on running this year i mean we did Thank that charlotte yeah, and the less. drivers kind of came together and, and we talked to nascar and we were like hey you know i don't remember what they were wanting us to run but we got way more horsepower than, than they were wanting. So I still think we need another step in, in that direction. Because um, even at Bristol, I mean, you just drive in as hard as you can, let the thing set, and then you're just wide open. Yeah. And I even remember in the Xfinity car last year, you'd really have to manage your rear tires and, and um, you know, use the throttle. So, I, I yeah, I think we could use a lot more horsepower. I, th- I think this is going to be a race that a lot of these teams that have been clamoring for more practice is going to circle because you would have probably seen your tire issue. Like, there's no way you can run as yeah. many laps to show up that tire issue to show up in whatever we run I mean, 15, 20 minutes. Which we had in our pre race meeting. But the weird thing is, in yep. our pre race meeting, in our lounge, everybody said guys are going to have tire problems. Yep. Yeah. So I disagree with you there. Because uh, after on. practice, you know, the teams take the tires to Goodyear. Goodyear cuts them apart. Oh, yeah. Goodyear says, hey, we don't like it. And I think the team's like, well, why don't you like it? And Goodyear said, no. <laughs> like, something like that. Isn't that how it yeah. went? Well, the yeah. teams are like, heard? but I like the stopwatch. It looks yeah. great. Well, that's yeah. the problem. They chase yeah. the yeah. there's, there's so many variables that go into, well, quote, it's risk versus reward. quote tire problems, yeah. right? And when you see one team or one manufacturer having these problems across the board, it 
it may not be the tire. It Who, might be you. Who's been who's been all year long, I felt like Ford's been a little behind everybody, right? I mean, I feel like they haven't had the general speed, and then we go out there and qualify on Friday, and it's all the Stuart House guys Fast. up front. They're hauling ass, Fast. and then all of a sudden, every one of them's got a tire issue. Like that's why that's why I think that the tire issues lend themselves more to teams versus any issues with the car itself. I know it's probably easier um, to say that we we probably I don't believe we saw no indications of anything we were running. We ran 125 that first run. Brad got no no tire issues. Tires look great. Keep going. Like we were fully. Yeah. We were making our deals on fuel. We weren't worried about tires. The only reason we ever pit was because we thought maybe the right front was going to blow. Not not for speed, not for fuel. We only would pit just to be safe. After no, a while, we were looking. Because, right. We were looking to pit yeah. and go the keep track position the rest of the race. Like yeah. we weren't pitting for. Yeah. But um, I'm and, I'm spot off on Denny's deal though. But, I don't but think to to, Denny, to Denny's point, I'll play devil's advocate against myself. You and I were running around each other, which means Justin and Brad were running around each other. The caution came out. We elected to come get tires. We damn near got lapped by you, who we were racing mm-hmm. before the caution came out. You won the stage. So, like, that's what I think when we talk about the track position thing, the more horsepower thing. Like, you went from running 20, 20th-ish to running freaking first solely because of track position. And well, I, don't, we weren't, I think we were, like, 10th. I don't, I don't think that's the way we He was texting. I don't yeah, know. I mean, we I don't, qualified tenth, but I truly mean I don't yeah. think that's the way we want to see the sport go. Definitely better than tires. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't. I don't know that we want to see the sport go. That and that way. was clear from the truck race. I mean, Parker Clearman ran the, wherever he the, ran all night. The in truck race. race. The yeah. truck. I felt. I almost felt bad for some of the guys in the truck race yeah. because Chandler, like Chandler Smith, Smith dominated. had the best truck, but he he got caught in the playoff. That was their first playoff race, I think, or cutoff. Where, cut off. Cut, there was a cutoff? Or, no, that was their first no, one, I think. that was the first one yeah, to lock in So, the uh, at least that's not confusing uh, for the fans to follow. But, um, you know, he's dominating the race. Well, it's their first race. So, he's got to chase stage points. He has to stay out. We had the plan the whole time. We're going to one-stop. As long as the caution falls within these 30-lap window here, we're going to pit. There's a 200-lap race. We're going to pit anytime after lap 80. And stay out the rest of the race. And we cycled back. Like, we, we ran, I don't know, 12th, 13th in the stage, forfeited any stage points, and then cycled back to the top five where Chandler won the stage, won both stages, I think. Yeah. But then had a pit on the stage break and never, I think he finished ninth. He never even got back up in there because. Never relevant again. Never but those relevant tires again. knew. I mean, if he can win both stages doing that, then you know them. You're setting yourself up for having to fight the traffic at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. I'm saying so he, that's what we were preventing. But he was that. in a box. You know, he was like the point, the playoff guys, we talked about in our cup meeting, like the playoff guys are in a box. They yeah. have to they have to put themselves in a bad position for later in the race because they're, they're forced to change stage points. That's what the stages and, do, though. I yeah. Mean, but it's just it's just it's unfortunate that, car. that, you know, it's so track dependent, uh, track, track position dependent that you're kind of throwing your chances to win the race away just because you got to chase some points. So we have less motor, more tire, and more downforce. Are you concerned how the Martinsville elimination race is going to play out based on number four? So going to that, I'm Martins- not concerned about it at all. <laughs> going to that Martinsville test, Justin was there testing. Um, I was there. We we uh, had a test. <laughs> we li- listen. All we did for two days was get everybody closer together. Yeah. I think you know, like yeah. we already saw no passing the first race. They're not. They're making very minimal changes to the tire. I think uh, I didn't notice really any difference at the test. And I think all you did was give everybody two days to make that box even smaller to where we're all even closer to the same speed. So I'm not. I'm not super optimistic about putting on a great race down there. The first race was just like he said. You go in there as hard as you can, stop it, and. 
Chase, Chase Elliott ran us down. We were on the tail end of the lead lap. I don't know where we were running, probably mid-teens or something. He ran us down and got behind us and followed us for like 60 laps because he couldn't get around us. Like, How do you feel, Justin, about all the shifting in all these places? Does it need to go away? Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't I, – I think at a mile and a half on a restart, like, it's cool. You know, you can, you can use the bottom downshift to fourth. I think shifting every lap at Martinsville is a little aggressive. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I need to do that, but um, – you're shifting because I mean, uh, like, but but I don't know. I say that and F one guys. I mean that you know you look at what they do on a qualifying lap with their steering wheel. They're adjusting all kinds of stuff. So um, it's just not. It's new. So I don't. You know we don't like it because it's new. I think um, a lot of the guy like talking to like listening to some of Danny's comments and even Bubba like the 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 margin of error is a lot bigger now because you can go in the corner and blow the corner and just downshift and, and drive off to where yeah. before you lost all that momentum for the whole next straightaway and the guys would have runs on you. Now it's just yeah. like, oh, drop a gear and take off and, and you're uh, good to go. Like similar to the Coliseum, we ran second gear. Martinsville, you don't even run fifth gear. You yeah. go from fourth to third. Um, so I think. Is it because of the horsepower? Because I just did a two-day test there, and I don't know. <laughs> Is it because of the horsepower change, though? Because, like you said, we went up in horsepower from where we originally were at that 590 mark up into the 675-ish mark. Like, is that what happened is the gear ratio was already set, and when they gave us more horsepower, it opened this window? Well, so I believe it's already – I don't know. You guys I, need I, a think that they, here, really, I think that honestly. they – I think that they were oh, – I think they wanted this. I think that they thought maybe this – you know, like I don't think this is a surprise. Well, I believe we're uh, in a box of what we can yeah, do. Yeah, like you can only do so much and then – Like I, I think – because we use the same transaxle from the Coliseum to Daytona and Sonoma and everywhere else. So – I think there's only so much we can do inside that box. I think they missed a lot of marks with this car, and they need to own it, and they need to make shifts. I mean, when you look at Jerry Freeze last week, who was on Kelly's podcast, and he said all this money we thought we were going to save teams is a lie. We, we're, we're spending more money than ever, which you expect to do year one because essentially Always, it's yeah. a startup business. you yeah. gotta you got to reinvent the wheel. So, um, but, but based on what he's saying in terms of his alliance with Roush Fenway, Keselowski racing and the way it used to be advantageous economically versus where it's at now is that's not the case and they're spending more money than ever. He literally said, don't tell my owner because he doesn't want the owner to know how much money he's spending because obviously that's who's writing the check. Um, so if we're not, if this car isn't going to be economically justifiable, then hey, let's spend some money and fix it. I don't like the fact that we're shifting at Martinsville, but just because of how I grew up around the sport, like I, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like that we can't really spin the tires off the corners at these tracks. No, that's, that, what, that's what, kind of what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't like, like, Richmond, you should be able to buzz a thing, and that should be a, that should be the guy that takes care of it because that creates comers and goers. You got this guy yep. that's using his stuff up but doesn't know it. I mean, look at look at North Wilkesboro in that late race. Dale Jr. slid back to ninth or whatever, and then drove past him because he saved, his, he saved enough tire. Now, did Dale Jr. drive past him because they let him by? No, or? they were actually... Yeah, they actually. <laughs> I will say those this conversation later. earlier. No, the, those guys actually raced. I think they he had race him hard. I'll tell you oh what. Oh my gosh, yeah. the fourteen, the fourteen were, did not let Dale go. I can tell yeah. you that. No, much. and he come by one time, and as like he passed three or four of them, his number went from three to zero three zero zero because he had more donuts on the side of his car. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, Dale deserved that. I liked the new car. I'm not so sure he didn't inflict most of us. <laughs> he was the one yeah. using them up. So. It's good because we're not getting rid of it, probably. <laughs> I love it. It's fun to drive. I mean, it, it just needs a little work, right? I mean, it's, but, but, it's new. But do the work. That's, that's what I'm saying. Do the work. Cool. I love this car, too. I thought it was cool yeah, to see great. it at Bristol. 
But like you guys said, like we can't be coming off corner and you not buzz the right rear. Yeah. You're in a car. It's a new car though. I mean, there's going to be like you said, we can. There's still things you, that we you can, can do, do that in a Legends car race at Charlotte. There's things that we can fix still that are that are fixable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I actually will. like the car. Yeah. I actually think the car it's, is pretty it's, good. Yeah. It's a pretty race car. What yeah. I was trying to get out earlier is Alex Bowman and a few other drivers during the broadcast after they had their issues mentioned. You know, a lot of the things that are going wrong with the car they can fix. They're just not allowed to. So is that something are you hoping or will NAS has NASCAR talked about being able to allow teams to make the changes if they go to task for approval or I think you've seen a lot of those comments from guys in the Hendrick camp that dominated the season last year and they would like to get back to dominating the season next year. So they would like to make their own parts again and they'd like that box to open up a little bit more and I don't think NASCAR is going to let that happen. Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs, Hendrick were a hundred percent against the way yeah. To your point, this new car went because they lost control. And and the Richard Childresses of the world loved the direction of where this new car went. Well, they won three races this year. worked out well for them. So, no, I mean, I, I think Freddie's proven a great point. You're not going to see it go back to where the teams have full control in, in all the areas where they did. Now NASCAR has full yeah, control. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see you're going to see NASCAR make changes. We saw them make a change 2 weeks ago with, you know, trying to help them fires for the Ford guys. Um so if there's an issue, they're going to they I mean, they they know there's problems. It's not a secret. You know, they're it's never going to go away. You know, like yeah. they're just going to have to be, you know, make changes on the fly to make things better, but they're never going to just go, "All right, you know what? Just like open up Pandora's box again, box again and and you guys can do whatever the hell you want because that's exactly what we're trying to get away from." And the other thing too is no matter how how great this car was or how perfect it was, we were going to complain. Uh-huh. Like we're, oh, we're race yeah. car drivers. Every single one of us is selfish and, and um, you know, you know how we are. Like we're, we're race car drivers and we want the best for us. So no matter what we were always going to find and they put themselves in that position. I mean, it's just how it is. Like, yeah. but now we can blame sport. them. Now yeah. we can blame them. I just hope it's a productive off season. I hope we don't get to January 1st and it's crickets, you know, this show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, Brett, they can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And, and there's really no shame these days in, in, in getting help when you need it. It can, man. And you got to be careful and uh, you don't want to carry that around by yourself. That's where these guys come in handy. Whether you've been in therapy uh, or new to the process, BetterHelp will give you the tools and to positive thinking and coping skills and how to manage those boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy is not just for those with major traumas. You know, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out one brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bumper. Brandon Jones doesn't move Noah Gregson for the Xfinity Series win after announcing he's taking over the nine next season and said that didn't cross his mind one time. <laughs> off. Justin. Um, I would have liked to see him move him. I mean, it's. Uh, I was kind of waiting for it. Like he we chased him were, down, yeah. he ran him down. Everybody in the sport was. He's already signed the contract. You know, maybe if it was the contract week, you know, be a little nicer. But what's the Xfinity points? Is he like? Is there anything? It was a cutoff race. But I'll tell you what. It I, was a cutoff first, for the start of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, the start, end of regular season. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It was the end Sorry. of the regular season. Cutoff so. regular season. Let um, me ask you this, Justin. As a race car driver, you have a chance to win Bristol. You've just ran a guy down on hundred lap better tires. Oh, yeah. Is there any way? 
you're losing that race. No, absolutely not. Unless <laughs> I mess up. Yeah. Like, but I'm I'm trying one thousand percent to get Matt Collins trophy. You talk about the points. You know, listen, he can say whatever he wants. It didn't cross his mind. Well, not you don't let five points go like that. Like yeah. that's five playoff points that you can carry on into the next season. Not only do you leave five points next on the season, table, or next, play, next the playoff season. It, maybe the post, maybe he's trying to keep those points for the I mean, night next yeah, year. Yeah, that's so maybe, maybe things they carry over. <laughs> uh, keep them for the postseason. Sorry. Um, but not only do you leave those five points on the table, but now you give them to the championship favorite. Like, like that. that's yeah. the biggest issue for me. Like, this guy just won three uh, races in a row. It's a, a ten-point swing against yeah, Brandon Jones. Yeah, like, you yeah. just get, instead of keeping these five, or taking these five, I should say, we talk about it on here all the time, like, do what you got to do. And maybe maybe he wasn't confident in his ability to move the guy without, you know, making Listen, it look too obvious. and he's brushing the wall yeah, and you drive right you drive by him. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's already running the top. He's not going to wreck. You're just going to knock him into the fence and, and take off. Because no, that's what Noah's thinking going into three at yeah. Darlington, too. I'm all, no, I'll never move this all guy. All he had to do wreck. was do what Noah did to Ty Gibbs and Sheldon Creed, and it would have been gone. That, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. I'm spot <laughs> off because Noah's already shown he's going to do what it takes to get to the front, although I don't think Noah meant to wreck. No, I think he, he didn't mean to wreck him, but he did, so I think Noah already knows. And he's won the last two races. He, there's no way you're leading that race with somebody beating your bumper and not expecting some sort of contact to try it for the win of the race. At and Bristol. At Bristol. I mean, I, one little, and Noah's going to brush the fence. You turn underneath him, and then you, you go by him. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you don't do that. Well, I can tell you, because he's driving that car next year. <laughs> but what does it matter? Well, you don't want to piss off right? your crew like he's chief already if your crew chief's the there. You're not wrecking him. Nah, listen. Yeah, I mean, he still finishes second. You're preaching to the choir. I'm I, just I in, love Junior Motorsports. Maybe I'm I, wrong. I, I love Kelly Earnhardt. I love Dale Jr. Why is this guy leaving Gibbs? Junior's been pretty fast this year. Yeah, JRM's. <clears throat> they're, they're flying. Flying. But, but, okay, you're leaving one of the fastest organizations, and there's only really three in the Xfinity Series, to go to another one. So where do you go after this? Listen, this... You keep picking your up and moving. Where are you eventually going to go? Home. <laughs> Thank you. Glad somebody said it. Um, you know, this is... He's I'm been... Home. He came in RCR, right? He came in at RCR. Yeah. Went to Gibbs. Now he's going to JRM. Like, you've, you've kind of... He was at Toyota. Did he go to KBM? Did he run to KBM trucks? I think he Maybe did, right? Bit. Like, a little bit. Like, so he's kind of... He's kind of checked a lot of boxes off here. Um... I mean, if I'm Brandon Jones, my career path is to get to the Cup Series. It's not to keep bouncing around in the fastest cars in the Xfinity Series. Like, I don't understand what the play here is. I mean, is he, does he think he's going to replace somebody at Hendrick in the next three years? Like, and again, I'm not this guy's advisor. I don't know. So, in, anyway, I'm, I'm spot off the fact that he left Gibbs to begin with. Um, huge spot off here for me on every single crew chief that said pit when that caution come out that was in on the lead lap. Like Justin Algeyer gave the race away twice. Yeah. A, he pitted and B, after he pitted, he sped. Yeah, he he would, hey, I think he would have won the race though pitting though. He didn't have a chance to win the race because exactly. he sped. I, I get so that. he made two errors. He, he said he was in third gear, right? He yes. was in the wrong gear. He ran third gear on pit road. Either okay. way, I don't care if it runs okay. four. Still so, sped. So, A, you made two bad calls. One, you, you pitted, and B, you sped. Like, I don't understand why a guy 
And I hate to say this. I don't understand why a guy like A.J. Amendinger pitted right there. You got a chance to go win the race if you stay out and you're on the front row. I don't understand why the last guy on pit on, on the lead lap pitted right there, right? I mean, we saw Bailey Curry. I think he was driving a four-car the other night. If he wasn't, I don't know who was. But, like, we saw that guy he was. come out with a lead to start stage three. He settled in about fourth or fifth and ran there for a really long time in a car that we all know is not fast. It does not have brand-new brakes and brand-new everything on it. it. It It is an old race car. Right. So I think all the crew chiefs right there were complete pansies. I think they completely missed the mark on doing their job by telling all those guys to pit. So that's what I'm spot off. I sit over the radio. I can't believe all the media just pitted. Yeah. I think Justin wins race. He doesn't speed, though. I do. But, it doesn't matter oh, what you think because he did it and he sped. Well, it don't matter what you think either. And caused a caution. And caused a caution. <laughs> what I think happened is the guy won. I said over the radio, no, Graxon's going to win this race. Get what happened. He won the race and he puked. <laughs> Listen, it's a good thing Brett isn't a crew chief. You know how many wins he'd be in? Oh, Hundreds. Yeah. He'd be in the Hall of Fame already. 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 He already it's thinks him he's and should be in the Hall of Fame, honestly. It's be him and him and, Inman. Him first, and Inman be up there. Just first spotter in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of crew chiefs. Be Dale Inman <laughs> and Brett Griffin. Where do you think Ray Everham learned everything from? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and, and to Noah's credit, man, he's gone out here these last three weeks oh, yeah. and won three races, and now he's built himself a 30-point cushion oh, to God. fifth place. Yeah. He's got like, like 55 bonus points. Yeah, it's like, something crazy. He's got something stupid like 13 or 14 stage wins. probably miss a full race and still make every round i mean it's only a 30 point gap to fifth right now but yeah that's essentially a full race i mean that's a you know that's somebody's got to go out run top five and he falls out to beat him uh to pass him and that's a guy that's fifth or sixth in points so that's gonna be tough for them to do but you know it's it what the the think about that was a that was a that was a 15 point cushion three weeks ago that he had to fifth place. Now he just doubled it in three weeks. And, and then we talked about that penalty early in the year when he wrecked the guy, it cost him second in the regular season. You know, he finished third, that 50 point penalty cost him uh, second place. So that's a little bit more points they gave up there. But this the last three weeks, he's been incredible. I, uh, I, I love the Xfinity series and I grew up really only a cup series fan. I mean, I would, I would be at the racetrack. We'd camp on the infield. I would watch the Bush series races from there. Um, but you were watching to see what Dale Earnhardt did or what Daryl Waltrip did or what Michael Waltrip did, right? Some of the, the cup guys that were running. The Xfinity Series right now is some of the best racing in the world. Week in, week out. I love the distance of the races. I love the fact that it's go time all the time. You can't just go out there and manage the race. You got you to gotta freaking go. Only thing I don't like is two breaks in the action. I'd rather us see a halftime in that series versus two breaks because I think – I, I love green flag pit stops. We're never going to see that in the Xfinity Series unless something crazy happens with the way these things yeah, are laid out. really rare. Yeah. Really rare. All right, moving on. Richard Childress Racing officially announces Kyle Busch to the eight and says they plan to run Tyler Reddick in a third charter next season. Spot on, spot off. Brett. Spot on, Richard Childress Racing. Obviously, you gained a uh, – a gigantic talent. You you gained a stud. Um, Kyle is 37 years old, I believe. And if I am Richard Childress, I think he is a stud until he's 45. Is that fair? Yeah, I would say at the early side, 43. But yeah, I mean, so you, so you got a six to seven year plan here on this guy. In racing, we do everything realistically in the driver world in two to three year increments. So he's got a double shelf life in terms of what uh, contracts look like. You don't have to worry about like what we said last week. Is it the car? Is it the driver? You're going to know the driver's getting you everything that he can out of it. Um, so I'm spot on for that. I'm spot off for the direction and the distraction that I think he's created um, with his comments about Tyler Reddick and the fact that he's going to run him in a third car 
because from an economics perspective, that gets really expensive, okay? Because you're going to have to add people. Guess what? That's expensive. You're going to have to get a charter. That means buyer lease. That's expensive. You're going to have to find funding because that third car is not funded, right? To go out and run the way that Richard Childress Racing runs, and I realize RCR builds our own motors, but at the end of the day, everything it, it operates on about a 10 to $15 million budget. So is he going to be willing to go out and spend that kind of money to run Tyler Reddick in a lame duck situation, or is this a great big gigantic PR move? That That's my question for you, you got such a great day. Why let the narrative go to Tyler Reddick and, and be about what you plan to do, Justin, or not do with him? Because I don't see the advantage. Yeah, I mean – this is this is a lot of this this comes up in racing a lot where it's believe none of what you hear and about half of what you see. This is the the games the gamesmanship here is basically you're looking at you're looking at RCR going, well, we're not gonna let him go. And and twenty three eleven going, well, that's all right, we don't need him. You know, we've got Kurt. And if Kurt don't run, we've got another guy we can put in there next year so you can keep him. And um I think this just comes down to basically who blinks first. Now that like I know you talk about the expense of it. There is a less expensive option for him if he really wants to make Tyler sit over there, and that's just stick him in the 78 car. You know, they have the people. They have a team. It doesn't have to – you know, they have an alliance with RCR. He can lease the charter for essentially giving him engines all year long and just kind of stick Tyler over there and go, hey, enjoy your last year over here. You know, you're not going anywhere. Um, so – and like I said, Danny has options because they're hopeful Kurt's coming back. Obviously, that's their their primary plan is to get Kurt back in the forty five next year. If that doesn't happen, and if Tyler's still stuck at RCR, they have a guy sitting there waiting in the wings to get in that forty five car. Um, and and so it's basically just who's going to blink first here, in my opinion. You know, is RC so spiteful over what happened with Tyler that he's willing to just dump some money into the seventy eight team for a year? Which I don't think it's going to be. I think it's essentially going to be Tyler. You go drive the seventy eight, and we quote unquote, lease a charter to give the 78 engines. Richard and Childress Racing has to field the car for Tyler Reddick. Okay, so they per, put per, RCR on it. First contract, right? So if I'm Richard Childress and I'm a Hall of Fame owner who employed Dale Earnhardt forever, Kevin Harvick, Clint Boyer, now Kyle Busch, do I really want one of my cars to go around and ride around last all day? I mean, that's you, how you're going to you, you you, finish his legacy out? You I'm mad at you. You shouldn't, but you might. <laughs> Justin, what do you think? Um, I'm spot on. Um, I spot off, first of all, for losing Tyler, right? Um, Tyler's obviously really good, and, and I've worked with him uh, since he came to RCR with our alliance. Um, but spot on, I think Kyle can bring a lot to uh, Chevrolet in general and a lot to our campus over at RCR with Colleague, and um, hopefully it helps us be faster. TJ? Uh, just kind of what Brett said. You don't – you're – Richard did a RCR is going to be uh that's big for them to get Kyle. So congrats to them. That's a, an A driver you're getting and going to be competitive with him, but it's just going to be so awkward with the rest of this stuff. Like it's gotta be, it's already awkward this year, some, and it's going to get worse. So I would just cut ties with it and be done. I mean, your organization had two teams in the playoff in the postseason of the cup series. They both fell out first round. Your focus needs to be based on building freaking something special. And in our world, whether everybody likes this or not, the team who spends the most money is typically the team who goes the fastest. It's just how this sport has worked since I've been in it. Getting Kyle's a start. 
getting Kyle is the start to going fastest. So do you really want to be playing this Tyler Reddick game into November, into December, into the offseason? Yeah, it and showing long. Up? It, it could go long, right? So, so do you really want to be playing this game or do you really want to focus on next year winning again and going deeper into the postseason? Because this Tyler Reddick thing is going to become a distraction if it's not already. It was a distraction at the freaking press conference when you announced your new guy. Yeah, the first question you're getting asked about in your, in your Kyle Busch press conference is what's going on with Tyler Reddick is already an issue. Um, I just said, I don't care where Tyler Reddick goes. He can get the hell out of here right now. Good luck, Tyler. Because now, guess what? It's Tyler's problem to find a ride. Because to your point, that's Kurt Busch's car. Yeah. If he comes back, Tyler, like, put it on Tyler. And be like, hey, dude, have fun, man. See ya, see ya. You, you wanted to leave. So guess what? Get the out of here. Yeah, you out. Um, you know, one of the things I think <laughs> one of the things I think is interesting is, and I mean, you talked about this the other day. Kyle Busch has never really had to do more with less. You know, he's always kind of been in the best in the garage. No, that's wrong. Uh, You're wrong. When he started his Finney team, but how long did that last? And, and that's what, what I'm saying. He, but I'm just saying, he, like, he tried like to the do, second he didn't have what he no. felt like he needed, he quit. You're going to a team now where you I'm left. Agreeing, you left I'm, one of the best. You you left one of the best organizations in the sport. You, before that, you were at Hendrick, the other best organization in the sport. Before that, you were in. You know, did he ever run a Roush truck race? I know he was going to, and then they changed the age limits. But but that was Roush trucks that were, who were dominating at the time. Um, you know, so he's never really had to. The one time he had to fend for himself, he quit. So it's going to be interesting to see. How he does, and by no means is the the eight car not a good car, but it's not. I don't think it's a great car, and uh, we'll see if he can if he can turn that ship around and 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 make it a great car. Uh, but there's also other dominoes. You know, we saw you know that the, one of the questions came up about KBM, which obviously is going to switch to to Chevrolet, and then and, and they'll have to find some drivers because Toyota is obviously going to pull their Toyota funded drivers back to themselves. And I've seen a lot of people questioning, oh, this is such a big hit for Toyota. You know, Toyota is going to suffer for this. No, not really, in my opinion, because they basically funded KBM. So all Toyota is going to do is take that money and go fund somebody else. David Gilliland, one of these other. I, I, I think the opposite happens. I think Chevrolet pulls money from existing programs that are in that. I don't think Chevrolet just comes up with $5 million from another budget to give Kyle Busch Motorsports. I think Chevrolet pulls back resources from some of its other oh, teams yeah. to be able to afford to get Kyle Busch Motorsports. A hundred percent. I'm just saying like Toyota is not going to, this is not going to really, uh, it's s- an opposite effect. People are missing it. They're, yeah. they're missing the boat. Yeah. There. They're they're It's actually hurting Chevrolet more than it's hurting Toyota. The, the lower series teams anyway, but yeah, Toyota, all Toyota is going to do. I mean, there's teams out there where they, they fund Thor sport more. They get a guy like David Gillen to switch back to Toyota because he was a Toyota team, went back to Ford. Um, you know, there's there's teams out there that, I mean, they could talk Denny into starting a damn truck team because it, it's going to be fully funded. Toyota's going to put all their backing behind it and to get make sure they have a pipeline for these young guys, the Buddy Kofoids of the world that are coming up that they need to have seats for, that they, they're, they're going to have to go somewhere, and then Toyota's going to make sure they have a place to go. People need to understand that just because you see a manufacturer on a car it doesn't mean they do a lot for you. Yeah. Right? There are teams that it does. Like if you're Hendrick Motorsports and you're Chevrolet, they're giving you everything. They're giving you millions of dollars. They're giving you tons of company cars. They're giving you whatever you want in terms of back in the day, what would be wind tunnel time and those types of things. Then there are Chevrolet teams that only get company cars for their drivers. And then there are Chevrolet teams who don't get a damn thing, right? So it, th- there is a very big scope, right, Justin? Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, like, how, how much Chevy support do you think Spire gets? None. 
I mean, maybe some. I don't they know. Get some, but but company car. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they ain't getting much. Yeah, but you, there it is, right? There's a tier program. Yeah. Yes. So so yeah, it's I, definitely I, different. I, I think the question is, if I'm a reporter in this garage, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to ask TJ at Spire. I'm going to ask Dell Junior and Xfinity Series owner. Is Chevrolet going to cut your budget? Are they going to hurt? Where are they getting this money from? Because it's going to hurt somebody, I think. Uh, 100%. I mean, to your point about that, we used to go to Chevy meetings, and J- Justin was probably in some of them at Spire. Like, we would go to the Daytona or Talladega Chevy meeting, and it would be like, okay, here's a list of these guys are going to roll off in this position off of pit road and practice, and then these guys down here, you make sure you you can get in line with us if you want, but you're going to fall into the back and just let these guys do what they got to do. It was tiered uh, there. Yeah, I mean, everything there is tiered, so it's to your point, but yeah, I saw a lot of people just harping on the fact that, oh my God, this Toyota's really going to take a hit here by losing KBM, and I think it's, like you said, I think it's the other way around a little bit. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of RCR making this move, though. Huge, huge, huge move for them. I think they get Kyle Busch at probably a, a below market rate compared to where, obviously, he was this past year and it's only good things for them going to come out of this nascar releases the 2023 cup schedule eight weeks before the end of the season despite only making two track changes brett i know you have a few comments here spot on spot off i just don't understand what took so long you you added yes you do (laughs) i I don't i I truly don't your your two changes were road america's gone it's it's getting we're going to chicago july 4th okay and north wilkesboro replaces the all-star race in texas you had some other really small changes like um it used to be we went from richmond to martinsville to bristol dirt now we're going richmond bristol dirt to martinsville insignificant who is over this schedule because and who is it? First of all, I'd love to have a conversation with them. Put the damn schedule out and put All Star Race to be determined beside of it. Once you had all these other things in place and were keyed up, put the schedule out. It, it doesn't make sense to me to to wait to 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 the point of what Jason put on this show sheet. We're a couple months from the season being over, and you're just now getting the schedule out. Like, put this thing out. How long have you been working on budgets for your sponsors? Um, first seven weeks. Yeah, and we're and we literally budgets are due next week, so it's really hard to, and and look, man, when you're looking at that, to your point, you say how much money do we have, okay, and then you say what can we buy and where can we buy it. Well, what do you think costs more money, the Daytona 500 or North Wilkesboro All Star Race? <laughs> I would assume the Daytona 500. The Daytona 500. What do you think costs more money, Bristol Dirt Race or the Coke 600? Ooh. Coke, uh, 600, Coke 600, Coke 600. <laughs> so when I look at this, it, it's hard. It's really hard on sponsors and people like myself who make a living going out there and creating activation and experiential marketing around our sport. Made so a living as a spotter. Put no, that's no, that's no, that's, God, that's, no. uh, that's fun money. Um, the, but the reality is just this: put schedule out. If there's some unknowns, leave it unknown because you have tracks that are out there selling tickets anyway for next year because they have to because the race is seven races away. Right. So just put schedule out. Yeah. I mean, to, to your point, obviously, we know what the holdup was on their end. Like whether or not you agree with whether or not there should have been a holdup. The holdup was NASCAR Jesus signing off on North Wilkesboro, whether the surface was good or not. Uh, they saw how that revival went. They said that the surface was in great shape. And the second that we got done with that, NAS- that late model race there. We're trying to get this all star race and more moved, you know, so that that's what happened there. Um but I mean, I love I love the truck schedule. I think the truck schedule is awesome. They only go to one track twice. I think it's Kansas. Uh, I hate the Xfinity schedule. They have a quarter of their races at uh, road courses, which I think is unnecessary. Um, but then the cup schedule is kind of like we said, it's, it's the same essentially. Uh, 
you know, trade out the the Chicago street race, which I'm not a big fan of, and the North Wilkes where I'm obviously looking forward to. But I uh, love the truck schedule added Milwaukee. Um, but that that the deal of eight road course races and 32 races or 33 races of the Xfinity Series, I think, is is way too much. It's a big part of the schedule. Um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't really. It seems a little late for the schedule to be out, but I don't necessarily. You know, we might go to Chicago and it might be a great race. I don't know. I mean, we all we won't know because we won't see it. <laughs> Um, I mean, it it could be a really fun time though. We might leave Chicago and, and Brett, you were kind of the same way. You didn't, you weren't sure about the Coliseum and it turned out to be pretty good. So I won't bash it until we go there and, and try it out. But uh, don't they go back to Portland, right? Xfinity does. Yeah. And then they're going right from Portland to Sonoma. Sonoma. Yeah. So. At least there's <laughs> at least there's two weeks you get to go out there and hang yeah, out. Yeah. Like, you don't you just wreck your primary road course car though. Justin, yeah, how do you feel about the schedule change in terms of Bob Pockers usually knows everything. Grass. And yep. I, I was trying to get Bob to give me some insight on the schedule and he wouldn't give it to me. So or he didn't know it. So I kinda got some insight on it. I sent him a rough draft and he's like, I don't think this is right. I don't see us running all these road courses to end the regular season. That's what we're doing. It's Indy Road Course, right? I mean it's it's, it's the Roval or not the Roval. It's Indy. Um, Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen, like it's a bunch of ro- like. How do you feel about us being an oval series, and then at the end of regular season, we're throwing all these road courses at you guys? I mean, are we an oval series? I mean, we're we, kind of transitioning we away from it, right? Um, More short tracks. Yeah, I like road courses. Um, personally, it's. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's. It's all what NASCAR is built on, so um, it's tough there. But I, I think for the schedule, you know, I I thought. Since we were waiting so long for it to come out, I thought there was going to be more changes, and it was kind of the same. So, um, either way, I'm going to show up and race. I mean, I'm I'm young, right? I'm 23 years old, and in the Cup Series. So, um, last three races of regular season: Indy Road Course, Watkins Glen, Daytona. That's three wild cards. That's, yeah, wild yes. card, wild card, yeah. and wild card. And you better enjoy the Indy Road Course because you ain't going to run that again. It'll go back to the Oval yeah, next it's going year. back to the Oval. Because it's the 30th anniversary of NASCAR being in You guys just know everything here, huh? Yeah. I mean. We try. It's not, it, like I live under a rock. Well, thanks to Harvick. You know? No, this is, a, this is an opinion-based show, by the way. <laughs> what do you guys think of this being really 2023 being the final year of the two-mile layout for Auto Club? I know we're talking about more short tracks. Uh, you know, I don't. I, I'm still waiting. I bl- I'll believe anything. Like I told you, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. We were already supposed to be on the short track at Auto Club. So listen, we'll run I the like two mile the race track, there, man. Yeah, I like I think, it. Wears out. I think that place is awesome. I think that place <laughs> yeah. puts on one of the best races. Like if you're not going to give me Homestead for the final race of the year, give me California. Like yeah, that why race. Not? Like that race. That the, would be a sick. Yeah. Like like uh, just finale. I don't know. One inside, like, three outside. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not by until I see that that place has become a short track. I'm not believing it till it happens. Um, why don't they start like a short track inside it? Well, that's what they're doing. Like, why not? They're doing. Yeah, it. that's you what they put it in. Essentially, the that's what they're doing. Or they're right leaving the front stretch grandstands and using the front straightaway and kind of making pit road. It's it's. But I don't know. They could put it in. The, I'll tell you one thing. Stretch. I found ironic about the schedule coming out and North Wilkesboro getting the All Star race. Like, if you remember what was 26 years ago or so, North Wilkesboro lost their date to go to Texas. And now here we are 26 later, Texas is losing a date to go back to North Wilkesboro. So it's, it's funny how things turn around. It's the exact same thing that happened with Darlington, Fontana. We yeah. left Darlington on Labor Day to go to Fontana 
and that didn't work. And so what do we do? Isn't we'll Texas? Go back. We came you, back home. Yeah. Do you think this will be the last race at Texas on this configuration? Ah, I think on this configuration, this yes. Show, yeah, and I yeah. think that I think that that's that that played a role in moving that date yeah. because now you 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 run Texas now and now you basically have a year yeah, as as opposed to you it's know like six they, months, eight months, whatever. What are they configuring been. it to? I, I hope, and I think that the drivers hopefully can get them. Justin might know more about this because he might be a little Justin more inside. Justin knows everything. He's playing but, dumb a lot. But, you know, I don't think no. the drivers. <laughs> I think they group me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the drivers want another Atlanta. It's just, what? You know, I, don't, I don't think I so. I don't know if that matters to them. I There's think one, one of 36 wants that. that wants it? Me. Yeah, well, LaJoy probably agrees with you, too. Me but, <laughs> uh, I think a majority of the drivers are trying to petition to, we don't want another Atlanta. So what do you get? Yeah, what do we want? What I do you don't get? Know what you, I, don't, I know what you don't want is what we got. Justin's so. asking, what do we want? It's you, what do <laughs> what you, do what want? Do you want? What do you want? If you, if you were... Tell me what I want. If you were, I need you to tell me. Um, it's already two different racetracks. There's a big track around about <laughs> Wallet, we don't even run. I want a Texas like, truck what, race. What it was, so if you if you wanted yeah. if they reconfigure Texas, you would hope it would go to something like Atlanta. Yeah, um, I think so. Especially I mean, with still having two Kansases. I do miss you, the old do Texas. Do you need to re? I never raced old Texas. Oh, Texas was awesome. Never. It was awesome. awesome. Do you need to reconfigure Texas to make it race like Atlanta? I mean, do you need to do a full repave with the rules package that you? Because we have a different rules package we run at Atlanta. Versus what we run at Kansas. Yeah, no, you need I, to. I think yeah, you, need you need to fix it. I think you see the entry to one banking. You need three and four would be okay. Yeah. I just don't understand what they were doing with turns one and two. Like, why is it so wide? Like, remember why? the first laps there? No, remember, he remember wasn't the there. first. I laps? remember McMurray was the oh, first McMurray, one. Then Danny. He went into the corner, like didn't even turn. I'm like, oh, he's going the wrong way. He, he missed the corner by like a mile. I told. I remember telling Bubba, I was like. Uh, so they're I, turning yeah. at the start finish line. They get on the yellow line at the start finish line because if you have one percent of arc into the corner, you're yeah. spinning out. So I had Dell Junior and I'm like, look, when you you, you got turned way early, I was like, yeah, start turning, turn, 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 and he'd like, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, whoa, it's way down here. It's like, oh, that's deceiving. Yeah, yeah, that I, that was that was ill conceived to say it politely. Yeah, they, they got that. They could get rid of that grass down there too. That ruined one of my races there. Oh, ruined it. <laughs> that was after a rain delay too. Wasn't it? Like we stayed oh, all day and then you remember. blew. I think like we stayed all day the next day and then the first lap of the race you blew the whole nose off the thing to get out of there early. <laughs> right, you guys back, were back, home. Back to the schedule because we didn't yeah. cover all oh, things. Oh yeah, one weekend off all year. Yeah, spot on, spot off, spot off, <laughs> spot on. Let's race. Shut Give up. Give it to the fans. Fans want to see racing every week. They can have it. What do I have? Like, what do I have? What am I going to do on an off to weekend? It, another uh, Bristol being on Easter again. Yeah. And I, I don't like that. Bristol on Easter Sunday. A yeah. dirt track race at night on Easter Sunday. They move Mother's Day. They move Mother's Day to Darlington from Kansas. You say spot on, but how are you going to get to see your mom, Freddie? I'll go see your mom, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, my mom lives halfway between here and there, yeah. thank God. But, like, if, if your mom doesn't live with you, you're not going to see your mom on no. Mother's Day. So why can't we race on Saturday night before Easter? Why can't we race on Saturday night Saturday night before Darlington? Because the 500,000 more people can watch. Like, we, we, the, we're a family sport is what I've heard my whole life, and I truly believed it until – we started making these schedule changes. And it, we're still a family sport, but just not for the families in the sport. I, I was having a conversation yeah. with Trent yesterday because Colleg Racing, I'll, I'll publicly announce this, Colleg Racing is looking for talented men and women to come to work there. And Trent and I were talking about it. It's hard right now. We had Brian Murphy on the show uh, a few months ago talking about how hard it is right now to find talented, experienced people in our sport. A lot of people have left, and it's because yeah. of stuff like this. And if but, they haven't left, they're on – 
five-year contract. Like yeah. the people, the engineers. Like it doesn't matter how much money Matt Colleague has. If we can't hire anyone, we can't. I mean, we have what, maybe 30 employees at our cup shop? Maybe, I don't know. Like it's, it's not much. And we just can't. We just can't. Like there's no one. Meanwhile, Gibbs has 100 engineers. I mean, yeah. it seems like it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not sure. literally, yeah, but I'm sure. I mean, Hendrick has 500 employees, right? Yeah. Well, they have more engineers Colley than we have people. Colley doesn't have 500 employees? No. 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 We, can, hell, we can't find anybody maybe, to work now. Maybe if you add in all of Matt's if, companies. If you take all Chris's personalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you add in Lee Filter, Leaf Home, all, all of his companies together, he's got 500. So right. how many more years for the Olympics? Uh, two, two more. Yeah, so that's what we'll, we'll get, get on another off week. <laughs> uh, the thing that bothers me is like we, like Brett talks about it, and it's obviously ratings based, but not only did we lose an off weekend, we lost a Saturday night race. They moved the Martinsville Saturday night race to Sunday. So that's another Sunday off. We were talking about this the other day at, where were we? Kansas. Like, why are we racing heads up against week one of NFL football? I was just about to say like, that. I think it was Chase Elliott mentioned in an interview. He thinks the season should end when NFL starts. Yeah. What do you guys, I mean, I that would be difficult, I think. But, I think that's a lot. But, but why not do... It could be earlier, for sure. Uh, my, my favorite time, and I hate to say this, my favorite time of the year of the race is the fall. Yeah. yeah. Temperatures are great. Yeah, I don't mind that. But we don't have to go head-to-head with them every single week. What's on we Wednesday? know what their big what's weeks are. What's on Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm going to tell you what's on Wednesday. Ratings. Yeah. We did it. We, we tried it. Our ratings wow. were junk. I mean, I know it was during COVID, but we tried it. And I was, man, TJ, I was all for it because I would love a West Coast swing where we run Saturday night Phoenix, Wednesday Fontana, and then the next Sunday is Vegas. That would be freaking 10 days. Yeah, 10 days, one ticket, go to all three races. That would be phenomenal. But our Wednesday ratings, the Thursday ratings suck. I mean, why why don't you draft up a schedule? I would love to see a Brett Griffin drafted up schedule. It's it's only going to have Daytona and Bristol on it. We're not going to go anywhere else. (laughs) JR Houston, one of my engineers, and we sat in the trailer. They were sitting in the trailer and they were asking my opinion on some stuff. And they drew up a schedule. Like it was the end of last year, maybe. Um, But yeah, it was. Here's what if I, would I do. drew it up, it would just be Daytona. Just Daytona. Oh, here's, what, here's what I would do. In, in all seriousness, Daytona, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. in all seriousness, here's what I'd do. I'd run 10 races, take a week off. Run 10 races, take a week off. Run six races in your regular season, take a week off. You got three weeks off, then run your playoff straight through. That's what I'd do. Awesome. Listen, uh, back in the day when we had them Wednesday races, I don't ever tweet like, you know. When was two, this? Two, it was COVID, COVID. year. It was, yeah. You were here. Jesus. You just weren't here. I mean, you were probably in You guys the- know I've <laughs> never ran a NASCAR race without a stage or a caution oh, clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, caution yeah, clock. Caution clock. Or a stage. Remember that caution clock? Oh, my Sorry, I just God. had to. I've never ran a NASCAR race without <laughs> a stage break. So, All right. Brett, I, when we were talking about NFL and how they were going head to head, with NASCAR releasing their schedule, what? right before the season ends, what happens with NFL and other, even like midget racing, they're trying to work on their schedule right now and trying to align with certain markets. NASCAR releases their schedule. How does that work with other series? Are they working together? Have you heard anything about that? If I'm NASCAR, I don't care. Right. I mean, I I hate to be that area. But you just said that they shouldn't go up with NFL. Um, well, that, you, like NFL, is, NFL is a little different than NFL is its own. <laughs> no, but it's what I was saying is other sports. Like, I meant I, other I, sports. I think it's brilliant for World of Outlaws and some of the other racing series to tag along with NASCAR in the markets. I think there's a lot of people in the garage that leave the garage after working and racing all day, go home and take a shower, get them a roadie, and they go to the dirt track. 
Man, I'm all for that. Yeah, Um, easy. I'm all for (laughs) that. I'm legitimately all for that, not to mention the fans that are there. Obviously, we bring a lot of fans into these markets. But as NASCAR is laying its schedule out, I think it's give a crap about what those other series are doing should be zero. Yeah, I mean, I've done that before. I think it was Chicago. Chad was racing across the street of the dirt track. I went over there as soon as we were done practicing. I went and seen like Wyndham and, and Tyler race. They were running. I did it in Kansas. I yeah. drove yeah. an hour. I mean, it should be up yeah. to the dirt series to do that. I mean, yeah, they, they, I, yeah. I have. No, NASCAR's not confirming I mean, with them at all. I have dirt modifieds if I could run them. Yeah, you we know, see, and we I see Kyle. Run, you would see, run them every Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, there was a track outside Chicago Land um, that I yeah, ran that's right. when we I was trying. Yeah, like, I fifty five. Yeah, was it? I don't remember what it was, yeah. but like I used to do that all the time, and and I just don't anymore because there's no. It's all and again. That's a modified, right? Like it's not a sprint car, like Seabell runs or anything like that. I don't even understand how Larson figures out where to go. Oh my when gosh, to go. his like, schedule's got to be nuts. I don't understand who does that for him, but I could never do that. Like all credit to him for. Even figuring out where races are because he honestly, Chad Ford said, yeah, hey, I want to come here. Half the time of figuring out where these dirt races are is like some Facebook feed post, like, hey, we're racing Thursday. You know, like that's how it is. Yeah. They yeah. don't have posted schedules. So, um, I mean, it's up to them to so figure if, out. Yeah, if there was an outlaw show, you know, um, say we ran they do a race on Saturday and there was an outlaw show somewhere within 40 minutes of the track at Bristol, would you went and watch it? No. No. Well, he's just I he, he's a modified guy though. Like, well, he's not I mean, okay. But like, there's there's a lot of guys in the garage that would spring, have. Spring Kansas, they do that. I think it's Lakeside World of Outlaws races Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. And I I think the whole like the crowds are packed with NASCAR people. Saturday night I wouldn't. Friday night. Friday I would night. Race. Okay. Yeah. Friday night I would race. Door Bumper Clear fans, we want to give you five reasons why RacingUSA.com is our favorite store for NASCAR merchandise. First, RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of driver diecasts, apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers. RacingUSA.com currently has more than 400 different collectible diecast cars available for 37 different drivers. That includes this weekend's Christopher Busher, Bristol race-winning diecast. Second, NASCAR fans have rated RacingUSA.com, Google's top-rated source for NASCAR merchandise, so you can always buy with confidence. Third, RacingUSA.com discounts every in-stock and pre-order item every day, so no need to wait for a sale. Fourth, RacingUSA.com guarantees the lowest advertised diecast prices, so you don't have to shop around for a better price. Fifth, RacingUSA.com ships all in-stock orders the next business day, so you can get your order faster than anyone else in the business. Fans, RacingUSA.com is Dormover Clear's choice for NASCAR merchandise, and we want it to be yours as well. Whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite driver, shop RacingUSA.com where you're always somebody special. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If anybody sees a big guy streaking down Talladega Boulevard, don't be alarmed, it's just Freddy. Brett Griffin is a clown. Just had to call and say, uh, somebody called Denny a wambulance. Well, I never thought that my Kyle Larson would be on my bad side. 
Cars held together with duct tape and hope. Reaction feeder starts now. Hey, chicken boy, Brett. <laughs> oh, they'll make momentum. They'll come back. <laughs> 48 to 7, chicken boy. <laughs> 7? Go, dog. See him. They scored with better note. How about that boy Noah Gregson, baby? <laughs> Puking for the win. <laughs> Puking for the win. Oh, wow. This guy's an uh, idiot. Does he not realize <laughs> that I'm... Does he, honest to God, not realize that my tweets were sarcastic? <laughs> I don't. literally said half of our team is not back from five points yet. We'll be a second half team. That was a joke. <laughs> I think he's getting a little offended right here. People... You can hear it starting. People are... <laughs> People. I'm not mad. People are clue. <laughs> Georgia <laughs> will must champ. Come on. <laughs> Man, so we, we applied so PJ one to the inside lane to improve the racing. But after three series race on it, leading into the cup race and completely wear it out, we don't reapply it ahead of the cup race. Ding, ding, ding. I think we have a what an idiot award winner on our hands, boys. And it might be wow. the guy on this it call. Fine. <laughs> Listen, yeah, you know, was if good. you would have reapplied that, the race would have oh. been terrible. Awful, 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 awful. It was close so, to being so good. So I'm going to ask like, really a question. Good. I'm going to ask Justin a question. Why apply it at all? I don't know. I don't know anymore. We don't, we, we haven't not applied it. So I don't know what would happen if we did apply it. But I think. Is I think it stupid to, to apply it? At Bristol? I, I don't know. I mean, I think for the problem is. Okay, the, TJ. Is yeah. it stupid exactly. to apply? Yeah, I don't the know. The yes or no. The race no. was bad, right? Because it was there. But you needed those why? two races to make the cup race good. But why? Why do Because you it those? wore out. Is it stupid yeah, to apply? Yeah, but I'm saying, but if you don't put it on, then you don't need to wear it out. Is it stupid to apply? Yes or no? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen a race without it. I'd have he's to going back to JJ. It used to be JJ Haley. He's going back. It's TJ I, no, and JJ over there. Like, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? How do you know if it's going to be a better race? Because it? I don't know why we listen. I think that I think it helps. I think it does help. I think it needs to be there because I think it helps the bottom lane. But I'm glad they don't reapply it because then the bottom lane would become dominant. And I think that that's, your, that's what you're trying to avoid. You don't want one dominant lane. If it wasn't there at all, Brett's leaving because I'm making a point. Um, He's done. What, what, I think this weekend Here's a set of balls Thank you. <laughs> for you to have for that. the rest of the show. Thank you. You hold on to them. I, I think it does help. I think that I think it helps the bottom lane a little bit. I, but I, I think they find a happy medium for the cup it's race. trying to be reasonable over here. <laughs> It, Thank you. It, they, they, they don't want. Classy. They sacrifice the Xfinity and truck race for the the greater good of the. That's cup what race, I just I said. Think. At least someone's on my side. Listen, I'm agreeing. I with don't you. think they need to reapply it. You didn't. You said I don't know. You no, could have said that's yes. That's not a side. You should have said yes. You just should have said yes. They should have right. said yes. All right, let's move on. We're getting nowhere. I'm leaving. Question for the caution committee is. A flat tire, a caution, or is it not a caution? Because right now it's somehow both. <laughs> you can't just be showing favoritism to the playoff drivers because that's what it looks like when you have Keselowski hitting the wall and don't get a caution. But when Seabell splashes a few sparks without hitting anything, it's an immediate caution. That's not right. Be consistent with your f-ing cautions. 
He doesn't realize that Seabell had three cars bearing down on him, I guess. <laughs> three yeah, wide. Three in, wide. In the way. I, you know, I was a little... The only time I... Trying to cross a car to the bottom is nerve-wracking when you're stuck up top. And it's and listen, it's hard because I even, was nervous. When, even if there's a gap coming, like the gap is usually five car lengths maybe, mm-hmm. so it's what if he you, turns you're running half the it, speed of everybody else. What if he turns and it doesn't turn as good as he thinks? He yeah. doesn't get out of the way quick enough? Like, like we were actually stuck on the high side. The other one was already on the bottom too. So The yellow was out before he even got to the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I... I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> my uh, my wife was asleep last night at the end of the race, so out of respect, I I didn't do what I'm about to do. So no uh, this was my reaction last night inside uh, when uh, Chris Buescher won the f-ing race. Let's go! <laughs> I've been waiting ten years for Roush to get their shit together. They finally did it. Chris won the race. Brad probably should have won the race. Congratulations, TJ, on another good run. Uh, that Roush group's coming together. Glad to see it. Go Cox. Poor, oh, go Cox at the end there. Oh, Christopher Busher. Christopher Busher. Listen, this is a bigger win for Chris Busher than people realize. Oh, yeah. um, it's a bigger win for Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing than people realize. Obviously, they came out to start the season struggle bus at L.A. I mean, struggle bus. Show up two weeks later at Daytona, win both duels, right? Um, big, big change there. But for Chris to go out and win this race – He's, to my knowledge, he's probably in a contract year at the end of next year. Um, he needed this. The company needed this. Winning fixes everything. Winning is a lot of fun. Winning is a lot of fun. It fixes everything. So um, we probably didn't give those guys enough credit at the start of the show, so give them credit now. Like That's a huge win. That is a crown jewel win in my mind. Bristol Night Race is a special, special event, and those guys deserve a lot of credit, and Chris Buescher deserves a lot of credit. Of the two cars... I'm not going to ask TJ this question. I'm not going to ask Justin this question because God only knows what he'd say. I don't know. Of the two cars, the 6 and the 17, which one do you think week in and week out has had more speed? 17. 17. He deserved to win that race. I'm happy for them guys. Yeah, I'm pumped for them guys. They deserved it. So Chris got up on the wheel with, and won that thing. So he was fast all night too. There's there's not many blue-collar guys that can still work on race cars and get things done. Busher's one of them guys. I have a lot of respect for him. I don't know Christopher. Personally, I don't know if I've ever even been in the same room with him, to be honest with you, but he, he's a guy that needed that win. Well, every time you win, you puke up your whole spleen. In 2023, you're driving for the king. I used to think you were overrated, but this year you proved me wrong. Now I'm calling in to DBC to sing the Noah Gregson song. And you're pretty dang cocky, brother, that's a fact. But you can always find the Bass Pro car at the front of the pack. I bet if you lost your beer gut, you'd gain a couple of tents. But I guess it really ain't that bad, cause you can still climb the fence. (laughs) And if you get to Phoenix and your chances are looking slim, go puke your guts up one more time and win the championship. That was pretty good. That was really yeah, that's good. Actually good. That's actually yeah. good. I'll just send that to Noah. That's the best yeah. lyrics we've ever had written. That was that's good. clever. That, that was, was good. Oh, Jeb's still the best because I like Jeb. But uh, <laughs> Jeb awesome. does some good yeah. stuff. But that was awesome. Yeah. And I, what, what's with it? I mean, we've really got to talk to him about puking on himself all the time. We, can we did. Not, we gave him some or, tips. Can we not get a bag in there a or something? Fire suit? Really? Yeah, that's a bad deal. <sighs> Hey, he said he's going to seek medical attention at the end of the season. Have you ever thrown no. up on yourself in a car? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. That cannot be enjoyable. 
He does it every week. He must like it. Yeah, I tell you what, <laughs> he does a hell of a job because the other guy that peeked in his car ran right into the back <laughs> of somebody. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to Noah. I, I don't know why he's so open and you know shotgun and I don't understand how he can shotgun a beer on the front stretch then drive his car to Victory Lane. <laughs> that, that wouldn't work for you. You'd rather you run into well, something. Well, no, like. <laughs> Just to be drunk. How can point. you do that? Just to be drunk. Is that that do I have a point or no? Is that I mean, you don't just drink a beer and now you get drunk off it, right? Like one, like in thirty seconds. Justin weighs eighty pounds. <laughs> I retract that statement. We're gonna take Justin. <laughs> Justin's coming to Big Al's with us again. We're gonna. So you're gonna be up there three days with your energy drink here. Sorry, sorry for making a, a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just say I don't know the rest of the show. All right. To leave an audio message 24-7, go to anchor.fm slash clear. Click the message icon. We will keep playing the best ones each week on the show. Dirty Mo Media fans, this is IndyCar driver Connor Daly. And comedian Joey Molinaro. We're here to tell you about the most honest, unfiltered, and informative IndyCar podcast on the market, Speed Street. Connor and I break down the weekly happenings of IndyCar, our lives on and off the track, and talk a little NASCAR and F1 as well. Dirty Mo Media's newest show is available now on all major podcasting platforms. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at SpeedStreetPod. It's time for the Ask DBC OfferPad question of the week. Don't forget to send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC. We'll keep picking and answering the best ones. Uh, this first one is from NASCARFan999. Should NASCAR investigate the potential team orders that parked the 23 and later the 22? Both teams suddenly pulled off with mechanical issues. Brett, what do you think? <laughs> Hmm. I wonder why you went to Brett. Um, well, I, I, I'm not aware of this, so I can't speak to this from an educational standpoint. I don't, I don't know what she's talking about. So Kyle Busch fell out of the race, blew up. Yep, saw that. Uh, I don't I have balls. No, so basically, it was a little <laughs> ironic where the car, when the cars pulled off, where other manufacturer or team cars were. Kyle Busch fell playoffs. out of the race. Yep, saw was that. Was out of the race. I saw that live. Uh, 2311 cars had power steering issues. Both went to the garage. I saw that both live. Both fixed them. Yep. Uh, both came out of the garage. Okay. And the 23 had a power steering issue come back about five laps before he passed the 18. Okay. Then that kind of put... So the, he didn't pass the 18. He didn't pass he the did 45 not. did pass the 18, 23 did not. Okay. Um, and then there was... The two car was the car that was going to be on the cut line. Okay. All right. And he was getting close. He was only in by... He was tied or in by one. And the 22 had some issues. And the 22 parked to kind of pad that lead. And he would have passed him if he finished race. Yeah. Spot yeah. on for the owners and the crew chiefs that made the decision to park the cars to help their respective teams. Uh, that's what. That's why you own multiple cars. That's why you have manufacturer alliances. And if you people, um, you know, who are referencing this as, oh, man, this is no different than what MWR did, you're 100% right. It's no different than what MWR did. They're trying to, you know, essentially maximize their guy's day. And if you think this isn't going to happen, you're naive as f- Again, playing. I can't wait to hear this. NASCAR did say that the officials did evaluate the cars and they had legit mechanical failures. Not saying an opinion. I'm just hey. telling you. And they you were know, three wide behind Christopher Bell when he Justin, strode debris everywhere. Justin, too. what do you think? No comment. And they're wrecking at different angles. And <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Zero Going comments. way faster. <laughs> I wouldn't comment on this I'll either. I'll keep my boss you. on the table. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, I saw a lot of people like 
you know, Toyota's out to get Kyle by having the 45 pass him. Listen, the 45's in the owner points. And a lot of people don't realize, yes, the 45's already locked into the next round. But if we ever fall out of the next, if we ever fall out of the playoffs, we're still racing for fifth in points at the end of the year. So you got to accumulate every point you can get. And you also, at the same time, hate to say it, but like you want, if you're the 45 team and you have the opportunity to knock the 18 out of the owner championship for the next round, you probably want to take that opportunity. You'd much rather race Austin Cindric in round two of the owner's championship than you would Kyle Bush. So that's why we're back out there to get, get around Kyle. And, and but you were uh, already locked in, right? But yeah, but I'm saying we want to knock Kyle. We're already still locked points, in points. Still, we right. want okay. to knock. Who would you rather race? Would you rather try to beat Austin Cindric or Kyle Bush? Like we're, that, yeah, we're trying to, I don't know. I was in the race. Yeah, so no. I probably know. the. No, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying like you're, if you, you want to, you, you yep. want to advance yep. the next round, it, you're going to want to do it against us too. Versus it's the same people saying Kyle Bush was sabotaged. You know, Toyota sabotaged yeah. him. Joe yeah. Gibbs Racing yeah. sabotaged him. If you honestly believe that, yeah, you're an idiot. Like, there's there's, a chance. You're not what an idiot. You are a complete idiot. Like, you couldn't be more wrong in what you think you're happens the, around here. Idiot Hall of Fame. Because I promise you. Toyota that, doesn't want to win a championship yeah. with Kyle Toyota, Bush. You no, know, like, exactly. That's how. Sh- anyway. I'm, All right. I'm let's move on to the next one. MSN. One one zero eight. If drivers feel absolutely unsafe in this next gen car, do you think they could strike, or would owners just fill seats with willing Uh-oh. drivers? <laughs> Justin, oh, here comes your balls. Oh, we're not gonna. St- I'm not gonna strike. Why would you? St- <laughs> Again, I'm 23. What do I have to lose? Like everything. A lot, actually. But it, it's just me. Like I'm going out there doing my job, right? We get paid to take the risk. I mean, at least I do. I mean, I don't know about yeah. Cody Ware, but I mean, like I go out there every weekend and, um, I feel safe. I mean, that, that's the thing is I'm, I, I am in control of my own car f- for the most part. Right. So kind of like what Noah said last week, um, you, you put yourself in your own situations and, and risk and take your own risk first rewards. So, um, no, are we going to strike? That's ridiculous. Unless it starts on. raining. Yeah. Unless it starts raining, then I, then I can't control my um, outcomes. So. Whatever you do, don't f-ing lift. Yep. God, I should have told you <laughs> to lift, man. I'm sorry. No, there's, there's, there's no. I mean, come on. Like, what? Why would? How would we get so low that we would go on strike? Strong like, what striking. are we gonna like sit on the front stretch? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Pick it. <laughs> Sign up. Just, because you know, cardboard. I mean, five of us can't get like. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I, I, I'd go on forever. No, no, no. You're I mean, right. That's ridiculous. Like, you're like, right. None of us could agree for that. Uh, I mean. If 36 of us, or no, 35 somebody of you wants go to win on the strike, race. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm winning the race. Like, Some, that doesn't even make yeah. sense. And then I have my second career win that's due to unfortunate circumstances. <laughs> like, it doesn't even make sense. I agree. It doesn't. Like, there's it, just, it's not like, we're not unsafe. Just don't like to wreck. What would happen if you call oh, Matt Colleague right now, and you said, I'm not racing this weekend, I'm going on strike. What would happen? Just guess. <laughs> so I so when I had uh, when I sat out for COVID protocol at Dover last year, called called Matt up. He said, "All right, well, we'll just put someone else in the car." That's exactly what every what owner happens? is going to say. And you don't I mean, want to hear those and words. He meant it respectfully, but there's there gonna, a line of people who would gladly. still don't want to hear those words. No, I mean yeah. that's just what's going to happen. I mean they're just going to put someone else in it, and I would be that guy. Yeah. If someone stepped out because they felt un, but Pick none me. of us feel unsafe. Like, come on. I think just people. Do we? Are- <laughs> Freddie, do we? Do we <laughs> feel, feel unsafe? Tell me. I mean, I I feel fine up there. I feel like every time Bubba hits oh, the, the wall, the spotter stand are kind of scary. Sometimes Bubba hits the wall. You're way up there, Bristol. You've been you've been very fortunate 
to not crash a lot this year. Yeah. I no. saw you take what I thought was a really hard hit at Vegas. Huge. Huge hit. Um, obviously, Daytona. Was uh, it? I, no, it wasn't Vegas. It was... Um, was it Fontana? Bubba it was, was Fontana. Vegas. We threw a block. Somebody yeah, said Fontana. off and they sent us. Uh, Atlanta was huge. Atlanta I, was I huge. mean, I will go on record saying that it's the two hits this year. Even the Coliseum, that was... Uh, people don't realize that Coliseum hit was huge. Yeah. Oh, on the back because stretch. it wasn't safer bear. It was the front yeah, stretch. Right. Yeah, we got red. Yeah. Dude, it was ginormous. Yeah, and it was at the Coliseum. Um, so hey, where was it? You thought your ribs were hurt? The Atlanta. Atlanta. I thought when I got on the plane, I had a broken rib cage. That was with us, right? We all wrecked. Yeah, was that coming to the, the checker. Line. Yeah, yep. It's just ginormous. Yeah. Um, that was one Bubba said was P one hardest hit yeah, ever. Yeah, and that was and I was P one in the same wreck. And Christopher Busher was in that same one, and so. Um, so the wrecks, the hits are harder on you. That's, yeah, I mean, we've all said that. I it's, mean, that's, it's not, that's not a secret. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. Can, they, can they fix that? Can yeah. they make it better? Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I, I, would, I would assume they can. I mean, you just, I don't I know the dynamics will. of the race car. I think they will. I do. I think it's really tough to make that big a change during the season. That's why yeah. I said earlier, I hope it's productive offseason. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase this question. You're not going on strike. You're going to show up and you're going to race. Um how do you get the message to NASCAR from the drivers other than publicly, which we're seeing in the last three weeks become a predominant way to get the message across? How are those conversations held? Who are they held with? Who represents Justin Haley in the conversations? I really don't feel like I have a voice for those conversations, to be honest with you. Because um, you're new here? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out where I fit in, you know, and I'm not like an open guy like Noah, right? It's hard for me. Because I was how, how I was raised and my personality, I, I'm pretty, you know, behind closed door kind of guy. You know, I don't open up a lot. So it's, it's hard for me to figure out where I fit in in the Cup Series and, and where, um, you know, how much say I have. And, and you know, I don't want to overstep my boundaries, right? So I'm, you trust the veterans? I trust Kevin Harvick. I trust wholeheartedly what Kevin Harvick says. And I feel like he's done a great job. Well, congrats to... NASCAR fan 999 for having this week's offer pad question of the week. Both were good questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for us to get to our favorite Xfinity X5 more than fast moments from this week. Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. So what were your favorite more than fast moments this week dj um man i i hate to be biased but i thought brad drove a really good race and oh he drove my up to the god Dude, when you, how many times have we passed the top five legit like straight up this year yeah just finished so whenever you do how do you not give it to somebody that you did, did a that? great job Got where, to the where, front. It's probably the same way I didn't give it to us last Where'd week. Where'd you hey, finish? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, we didn't. Uh, yeah, way back. Um, we just didn't get. He's Kurt. like that doesn't matter. Yeah, just because you got Kurt's car last week. So you finished thirty uh, first. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, <laughs> Kurt. But you, you finished thirteenth. Um, yeah, thirteenth. So, right behind yeah, me. Pitting under green. Sucks. So we were. So our Xfinity X five moment is faster than yours. I well, I didn't. What's Could yours? Be, if you want. Good. Mine, you know, I, Good look, job, I was proud of the guys. I was proud of the team. Those guys fought hard, got up there, should have had a shot at it. And Thank God Goodyear and Gatorade, boys. Max <laughs> mm. um, Finley X5, more than fast moment goes to whoever decided to stay out with Noah Gregson's car in his win. I heard it was him. I was giving Luke Lambert a ton of credit 
uh, post race for making the call. It won in the race, but I, I think it might have actually been Noah. So whoever decided to stay out, that thinking fast right there won the race. And the seven car, ooh. So Noah said basically, move me or I'm going to win. You know, you're going to have to move me to win. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. And he's in a position to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's smart call. Uh, my Xfinity X5 more than fast moment is going to go to Ty Majeski. Uh, first career truck win. Uh, really good all weekend. I noticed in practice he was one of the best cars. I think Chandler, like we talked about, had the best truck, but got got kind of buried in track position. But Majeski was right there in position. You, you take the risk of forfeiting some stage points to put yourself in position to win the race, and he capitalized on that, and now he's in the final four going to uh, Phoenix. So uh, awesome to see Ty, one of, somebody I've known for a long time, spotted some late model races for him, New Smyrna. Always go down there with him and Derek are kind of pseudo teammates at the Derby. Uh, so I've known Ty a long time and just awesome to see him. Guy that's worked his ass off to get where he's at. You talk about guys that like Busher that, that work on the trucks. I mean, he was he was an engineer at Thor Sport last year yeah. while he was running part-time. He bet on himself. So, yeah, and you know, like, he's a guy that he knows every inch of that truck when he gets in it every week. So uh, awesome for him. Awesome to see Ty get his first career win. I'll say one thing about him is there's a lot of guys that come into the sport with a lot of hype and a lot of they're going to win. They're going to be successful. Man, he he wasn't. I mean, he just kept running into roadblock after roadblock after roadblock, and it appeared he was on a dead-end street. And I don't know what he did or how he got to where he's at, but I'm really happy for that guy because he has a lot of talent. Obviously, we've heard about his iRacing um, reputation. We know he's won a ton of short tracks in the short track world. Like, if you look at guys that have come through here and, and didn't make it, you were like, man, that's a shame because the guy can drive. It's it's good for him to get a win because I think this will be the first win of many for a Is guy he like arguably him. the winningest super late model guy? Right now. You know, right now. I mean, in, yeah. the, in yeah. like the modern era, like yeah. he's probably him, like him and Bubba are probably the two Bubba Pollard. They're, they're the guys for pretty much a decade now that have gone and they're the guy to be when you roll in the Even track. Even when Ty goes back for the one time deals, like Bubba's kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah, Bubba's, Bubba's yeah, he's, he's kind of tapered. But off it seems like bit, every but. time Ty goes back and runs a race, he's, ends up winning it. So. Yeah, I mean, he probably should have won the Snowball Derby five times by now, but either before they went to, well, they had live yeah. pit stops, he was never going to win because, unfortunately, they didn't have the live pit crew. They wouldn't spend the money to, to bring Jimmy Johnson's pit crew down there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then a couple times, he got wrecked leading a couple years ago. So he's, I mean, he's probably the most dominant Super Late Just get driver. them belts tied at Pocono. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, who do you got, Justin? Who do you want to give the Xfinity uh, X5? My Xfinity X5 more than fast moments is AJ Allmendinger, okay. regular season champion. The I mean, champ. he is just... Uh, He's unbelievable what he can do. And um, we know every week, I mean, he's probably not in the fastest race car. I mean, that's just the truth, right? They're, we're working to get there at college racing. But being teammates with him, he can take a 10th place car any day, win with it. I mean, he has made our organization. He gets all of it. He's a smart race car driver. Yeah. He came to victory lane to see Chris. I How much him. has he helped you? Um, Not at all. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah. helped, he's helped the organization, yeah, he's which has me helped me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, me and AJ have really never had... AJ's like, hey, you're going to ask me a question I'm not, or I'm not going to tell you. Like, that's just how he is. And, um, I mean, we, we've definitely helped each other. I feel like we've helped each other off track, though, in, in um, how we go about the weekends and everything like that, you know. I feel like it's more off track stuff. The biggest thing which I is take just a- as important. The biggest thing I take away from AJ is, especially in these cup races, it seems like you really don't see him. All night long, even at the road course, like you know he's there, and then all of a sudden you have a late just restart, there, yeah. and he's like, just like that. Holy, shit, he's in the second row. He like, what happened here? Like, how, that, how to put where did he come from? Two position. Here's my favorite thing about AJ Allmendinger, and AJ and I have said it on the show. We had a stint where we didn't really like each other. We didn't know each other. Uh, that's changed in the last two years. My favorite thing about him is we walk in the lounge yesterday. Me and you were in there together with him. He does not give a single. 
He will tell you exactly what yep. he thinks. He will lay it out on the table because AJ was retired. They got him out of retirement. Still to this day, the smartest move Chris Rice has ever made. Besides hiring me. Besides hiring Second. you. Was hiring, was hiring AJ Amendinger. But like when they ask AJ a question or yep. when he voices an opinion, it is solely yep. to help make the race cars go faster, to make the race team better. He doesn't care about Chris's feelings. And no. let's be honest, a lot of people care about Chris's feelings that are around Chris. He does not. Now, I think that's the number one thing that he brings to the table is the fact that he only wants to go fast. He doesn't care about anything else. Yep. Here on Door Bumper Clear, being more than fast is a way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. Man, you know that's the truth. And you know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With a speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected. With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with a faster internet and a powerful and secure connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And Casey, don't forget to vote for your favorites. That's right. Thank you to Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's chat playoffs. So we know Kyle Busch, Reddick, Austin Dillon, and Kevin Harvick were eliminated after Bristol. And I think you all got it right where Austin would be eliminated, but it doesn't look like anybody got their elimination predictions correct after Bristol. I had no idea Kyle uh, Busch with a Bristol race in there and with the racetracks that were in there that he would get eliminated. Somebody should have picked Kyle to not make it. Yeah. Well, Freddie, I think oh, yeah. you may have. That was brilliant. Just kidding. You you did. <laughs> and nice. TJ picked Eric Almarol and Eric Jones to get eliminated. So um. <laughs> he was. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. <laughs> they, you're right. They did not transfer. They were definitely eliminated. All right, round of twelve elimination predictions. What tracks do we have? Texas, Texas. Talladega, Roval, and the Roval. Ooh. Ooh. Is it the Roval already? <laughs> Yeah. Who gets eliminated? Ah, uh, we will go with Austin Sindrick, Daniel Suarez. Two road course. Yeah, yeah I mean, interesting. Guys. Um, I will say Ross Chastain and Chase Briscoe. Wow, but those are all road course guys. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, they better win. <laughs> um, they better be Chase. <laughs> Look, I have been on the Ryan Blaney train for far too long, and I'm getting off of it. Uh, He should be losing his crew chief for a month. I saw a tire rolling down pit road. It's it's questionable. He should be losing his crew chief for a month. It almost hit a guy. Um, He's not won a race all year other than his million-dollar net gate. And we're going back to Texas. Come on, you guys are out of control right now. I'm just telling you, man. I I ain't feeling his mojo. He's swinging the wrong direction. Um, I say Ryan Blaney's out. I say Chase Briscoe's out. I'll echo Freddie's comments. Daniel Suarez is out. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. Austin Sendrick has surprised me the last few weeks. He's had some speed. Obviously. Yeah, he does. 
He he he's had some speed. I'm gonna go William Byron. Ooh. You always got to have the one guy. One big name is going to have well, a problem. I mean, here, you guys. Blaney too, which is a, is a you got a plate race and you got a freaking road course, and there's a lot. I of couldn't pick Blaney happen. because of the plate race and Texas. I'm that's just none of our picks are going to make sense. <laughs> Suarez, Briscoe. You don't work at Penske anymore. You can pick Byron. <laughs> and um, man, I, I just. I don't feel like the 48's been – they've been struggling a little bit too, so I just – I'm going to roll with – I think Austin does enough during the races and he chips away at it enough. He might have some bad luck, but he seems to claw his way back into it and he's probably going to be an animal at um, the Roval. So – and the, they've been good at them. I'm guessing they're going to be good at Texas, but I think he uh, – I think he can survive this one. Justin. Who you got, Justin? Uh, I'll go with uh, – I'll just go with the bottom four. Briscoe Bowman oh, for That's a way to go out on a limb right yeah. there. Give him the balls back, please. Yeah. Come on. You want your balls back? <laughs> I mean, all, I mean, the only one I'd really make a case for is Cindric. <clears throat> all right. Well, we are officially entering the Xfinity Series playoffs. Let me ask you one question, Casey. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. How important are stage points going to be at Talladega for these guys? Just say yes. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 100%. You got to go for it. If you're Chase Elliott, if you're Joy Logano, you may be sitting on a bubble depending upon what happens this weekend at Texas. But if you're those bottom seven or eight with that middle race being a plate race, how important are those stage points going to be in stage one and stage two? Yeah, there's no – they're invaluable. Like, I mean, (laughs) you got to have them. It may be the hardest points to get all year. And I know that sounds crazy for me to say that, but it may legitimately be – the hardest points to earn all year will be stage one and stage mm-hmm. two. At you Talladega. know who wins from that? Everybody listening. Everybody watching and listening. Xfinity Championship predictions. TJ? Oh, I got to look at it first, Casey. You don't have it. Man, I really want to see uh, – I really want to see A.J. Allmendinger or <clears throat> Daniel Hemrick obviously get – Get one for Daniel, it would be number two. We, we simply don't have speed right now, um, and we can't put races together for whatever reason. Only 11 cars. Why? Because you're texting. It's been a probably. <laughs> maybe I should just start calling people during a race instead of texting them. Hands uh, free, you need a hands-free that. device. I've seen that too, actually. So. It's been, obviously, we just had a crew chief swap a couple weeks ago trying to light a fire over there and get some good things going. We had a power steering issue this weekend at Bristol. Um, but but the reality is, man, there's there's two situations out here. The 54 car is an absolute rocket. I have never driven a race car at that level, and I would love to go out there and take a lap in that thing. It looks like it's that fun and fast and easy to drive. Nothing against Ty Gibbs. He's the lucky pilot of that thing. Um, And then, obviously, JRM. Uh, For whatever reason, the 1 and 8 can't hit their ass with a paddle, but the 9 and 7 are on absolute fire. That's the three guys you got to pick from. If those three don't make it to the playoff, uh, to the finale, it'll be a shame because they certainly – thus far into the season have earned that right. Obviously, AJ being regular season champion, he's earned that right. I hope that's the four guys that are in it. And when you get to Phoenix, who's your money on? Allgaier. Yeah. Allgaier. AJ. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You're like TJ over there. Uh, Does Brad have an Xfinity car you could pick? I think I picked <laughs> Noah. I think I picked Noah last year, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Chris no, picked Noah's Noah last year. You don't think... I- you don't think Chris Wrong is going to take the championship? Well, uh, we no, I don't. Um, <laughs> is he not? Is he not? How, how bad was he in practice? Was he better in the race? Because he sucked oh, we were in front of the race. Yeah. Okay. But it was his first. It's only his third or fourth Xfinity race. I was worried like, about. I you. was scared to death for practice. So, I was worried for you. Well, so, what happened? 
He was terrible. No, we just we were in this fast group, and it's his first time at Bristol, like third or third time in our senior Oh, you were in car. the fast group. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, we never should have been in the fast group. Oh, because we by the time we can even get to the bottom to get some laps in, I mean, it's we're they're, already ten laps in. Like they're running it, you over again. Yeah, we should have never been in that group. Gotcha. So it, like, you did a good job during the race. We ran of, all the laps. I, I think we were we were close to getting the lucky dog. Yeah, I was legitimately it worried for an issue. I was no, listen. I was terrified. There was not one issue during the race. Look, if you're a spotter. I don't feel bad for you if you're. Why are you looking at me, driver? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> but I legitimately, I don't, I don't feel bad for you because if you suck and your driver sucks, you're gonna suck. But if you're an accomplished spotter and you're spotting for somebody that sucks, it sucks. Uh, I mean, honestly, that whole, I feel that whole paragraph. I look back you at it. Re-examine. I look back at it is what I did scholar. my job and I feel like you know we've already had our meeting stuff, but he's learned from it and he learned during that race. So I, I feel like it was a I did my job and he did his job to learn. Um, Zero I'll tell issues. you who I'm impressed with is Brandon Brown. What he's done, it, what he did in that O2 car last week, yep. he was the top qualifying hour car. Yep. First week in an hour motorsports car. And then this week BJ's in the car. BJ. He was in a five. And this week. And yeah. he was good. Yeah. He was so he like, qualified you, you in front of us. Him, you've, you've only ever seen him in the 68. Yeah. But he's shown that he can get in other equipment. Whatever he, get, whatever he gets in, he outruns the 68. Whether he finishes in front or not is a different story, but he uh, outruns the 68 every like, week. That, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's like, awesome. So. He should have built a better team. Who are you going to spot for in Xfinity <laughs> next year, TJ? You going, you going to, what's Xfinity? Oh, I'm Ooh. just kidding. I can't say that. Um, you don't want to throw any Hail Marys out there? No, I don't know. I mean, we're still – I don't know yet. I'm not throwing any Hail Marys. Who are you spotting in Xfinity? Uh, I think I'm retiring from Xfinity. Yeah, yeah. are you retiring? Too? Uh, I'm retiring. No, I would, I'm, I'm hoping I'm spotting for Landon next year. I would hope. We'll see. You don't got a deal there yet either? Uh, nope. I might just retire. I might, be, I might, I might get retired. <laughs> that happens around here a lot. Yeah. I've been retired a few times. I under- spotted one race in my career. How'd that go? Not good. You're, you're not signing up to do it anymore? <laughs> I got fired. Uh, got retired. You? you got retired. Who fired you? Who retired you? I think you did. I did. I, it was on the 11 car at Coda. Oh. I said like four words, which is probably the issue. I, well, no, that's every other spotter over there. At least you turn yeah. the radio on. Neil's still <laughs> figuring out his stuff. What an idiot. All right, let's move on to what an idiot. Brett. that IndyCar guy. <laughs> oh, Brett's buddy. Talk too much. Speaking of what idiot. <laughs> oh, is he spotting your car? No. No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, that's what I got replaced by. <laughs> <laughs> You're back, actually. You've been rehired. Um, my what an idiot. I have a thing with smells. Oh, what the hell? Where are we going? I, don't I, know I am going. the kind of person that I'm going to smell something before I drink it. I'm going to smell it before I eat it. And when something smells bad, it, it distracts me. Oh, I know where this is going. So I would like to give the what an idiot to whomever at Bristol Motor Speedway thought it was a good idea to put a cigar lounge right beside the spotter stand <laughs> because I had to smell cigar smoke for two nights. And I don't like any kind of smoke. And of all the smoke, cigar smoke is my least favorite smoke. <laughs> so I would like to give my what an idiot. I would actually like to take a cigar, a cigar, oh, cigar. and stick it up whoever's <laughs> ass that thought this was the great yeah. idea and, and just twist it around in there because Jesus. I hate smoking. This is getting way more graphic. I hate than cigars. And I had to smell it for two days. I thought you were going to say that oh, you, my. the stink coming off of the fireworks that went off behind oh, us during yeah. the national anthem. 
Who you, thought, made, you didn't think it was fun to get rained on by ashes from fireworks? <laughs> I didn't think about you guys up there. <laughs> I mean, it goes off right behind us. And then yeah. the worst, what's worse than that for the anthem is like you, you know the, che- the checkered flag goes off, right? And, no idea. And yeah. we're now we're hauling ass to the elevator, yeah, and, right and, by and there we walk right <laughs> by it. Like it's like yeah. five feet to our left, and it goes blowing off. I was like, holy. <laughs> This is too close. There were way more ashes this year than I've ever. Uh, oh, we got yeah. covered in them. Uh, but, um, my one idiot, unfortunately, has to go to the driver of the DBC car from earlier this year. Um, first of all, you're in the wrong gear coming to pit mm-hmm. road. Second of all, there was no reason to push it. He was clear by 10, 15 car lengths coming to pit road. You were going to be the first one off unless the wheels fell off on the pit stop. Uh, it's just, just. Gave a race away, essentially. You gave a race away when you came down pit road for one, and then two, you gave it away by making mistake, you know, coming to pit road. And it just seemed unnecessary to me. And I love Justin. I think he's awesome. Hell of a race car driver. Like we just talked about, favorite for the championship here. Great guy. Uh, but that's a mistake you can't make. Uh, yeah, that was that was going to be mine. Um, Talk about 10-point swing. You just you, you took those five points from yourself and gave them to Noah. There's really not that many idiots this week. I don't know if no, I can oh, we There's came tons. From. Oh, listen, there's one idiot. If you guys want to talk about nah. it, so let's, 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 I'm not going to go into detail, but the tr- the crew chief on the 40 truck is the biggest idiot of the weekend. I don't know. If you I, can look it up, you can look I, it up. I'm not going to. I'll tell you guys off air because I'm not repeating it, but he's the biggest idiot of the weekend. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I mean, I, I yeah, Freddie took mine because that's just you can't beat yourself and that's beating yourself. That's the most, that's the worst penalty that you can get in the series because track position is so hard to come by and you literally throw it away for the length of these two footballs next to each other. You know, what are you really gaining? We choose. You could, if you don't like the guy in the next, choose the other lane. Yeah. I don't uh, th- I think he just, the mistake was just being in the wrong gear. I don't think he was pushing his no, lights. Or I know, I think you gotta just, be aware, man. It's little th- that you get to Phoenix and do that. You're done. You know, if you get to that race. But All right, I, Justin, this is your moment to shine. I don't. I, I honestly don't know if I have one. I mean, the, the biggest Brett, one. Brett had to say something stupid on Saturday. I, you're an idiot for almost clobbering Bell. <laughs> yeah, three wide. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. Pick I somebody. I don't think. I mean, I don't really know give if it, I have Give one. it to Chris Rice for something he's done at some point in his life. Just make up a good Chris um, Rice. What an idiot. Well, did you see his workout pictures? I mean. Oh, my God. Yeah. He sent out a picture with his shirt off. That's yeah. what I was saying. What an idiot. <laughs> I passed him in the garage. I said, I'm scared of you, man. I've seen your workout pictures. Yeah, I don't know why he needs to. Motivational. (laughs) There's two things you don't do as a grown man. Take a picture with your shirt off, a selfie, or take a picture in the bathroom. Those two things should be criminal Uh, offenses. No bathroom selfies (laughs) for you? No, two nights in jail. Should be what you get. In county jail. County. So Chris needs to go to jail for a night? Yeah, 100%. Two nights. (laughs) Yeah, with his shirt off. Does he get his phone? He should have to have his shirt off in jail. <laughs> I'll get, you know what? I'll give it to Bob for being in the phone pit. Why are you in what? the phone pit? Oh, what? Idiot. That's, that's no, the exact that opposite. Was no, it was amazing. But like, why? Because he can. He's yeah. in bed. For entertainment. <laughs> he, could, he couldn't see the phone pit anyway. His glasses were so dirty. He wanted to get to the track early for the next day. All right. <laughs> I, Casey wants to get the DBC picks again. Yes, I won the DBC picks. Casey's on a roll. Bristol, thank you, Tyler Reddick, for the inspiration and telling me the picks. Sorry, rapes. Tyler Reddick, he, t- he texts you to pick. Yeah, yeah. You should text him every week. I did. Don't you worry. Uh, Brett still leads the standings with eight wins. 
Jason in second with seven, Freddie third with six, TJ fourth with five. The bullshit caution cost me a win. Mm-hmm. I was going to win. And I'm uh, last. Well, the bullshit caution was the my bullshit, guy leading. No caution. <laughs> the bullshit no caution cost me a win. Yeah. Yeah, you I mean, had the bullshit arson. caution actually cost me a win. Both of them. Well, twice. <laughs> Two wins. A DBC win yeah. and a win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're making picks for Texas. Jason, you are up first. Denny Hamlin. You butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to pick second? Uh, you. 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 You're even a bigger butthole because I was going to be the next guy. Um, have I took Kyle Larson yet? No. No. Then I want Kyle Larson because he's the best driver in the field and he's due a win. And he's going to beat Denny Hamlin just because you're a butthole. TJ. Damn. <laughs> go ahead, TJ. You okay over there, Jason? I'm going to go with... Um, it's dude, always man. like this, Justin. No, it's not. Do, do, Justin already knows who he's going to pick. Come back swinging. I'm going with Kyle Busch. <laughs> Ryan Blaney. <laughs> Oof, that's good. Window Ooh. net or no window net? Uh, don't, don't matter. <laughs> I'm going to take Christopher Bell. Wow. Ooh, that's Bell good. is hot good right now. See that coming. Bell, that's her guy anyway. That's her bromance guy. Jesus Christ. Justin, who you got? Um, She's gonna who's so going to win? You, you can pick anybody you want. We have, we're yeah, limited on who we can pick. I'll go with uh, Tyler Reddick. Oh. Oh, comeback week. Comeback week. Bounce back. This be, what, his third win of the year if he wins? Yeah. Wow. So talking about Texas, something interesting I heard was um, it's just a rumor. I have not got any factual information about this, but I understand how we that the Kansas race will be the last time that somebody else is allowed to qualify the 34 car for Jesse Awuji. So now if he would like to race, he's got to qualify his own car. And I believe this week you'll see a driver change. Justin uh, Kyle Weatherman will be back in there because uh, I he think did a he, good job. I, Weatherman, oh, yeah, Weatherman does, does a really, really good, good job. job. Weatherman does a good job every week he's in that thing. Uh, and I yeah. don't understand why he's just not in it full time. Like, yeah, he does a really good job, him man. I would, I would love to go back and look, and I bet it's three to four seconds, if I had to guess, what the lap time was that Weatherman ran in practice versus what Jesse ran in the race. It's probably two and a half. I bet it's easily two and a half seconds. Did Jesse race the race? Jesse raced the race in Kansas. He had a, some kind of obligation. Oh. He couldn't make it for qualifying. Uh, and then Kyle qualified, and then Jesse ran the so race. So this week. That's but like I, the I understand that that's, yeah, that's happened that's a lot happened. this year. Okay. I understand that. It's not right. It shouldn't happen. Because it has to qualify yeah, in, it right? Because this could be anybody can do this. You know, there's any car long, you know, he's on that cut line every week. What's to stop him from going and getting Tyler Reddick to qualify his car every week and then sticking Ogata or whoever yeah. in it, you know? Uh, so th- it's not right, and it's just, I'm glad if it's true. I'm there, glad there's a really a good picture of Jesse Awuji in military uniform, and I <laughs> – personally love that picture of Jesse Awuji and I think that's what he needs to do and I think he needs to stay in uniform I think he is awesome for our sport I would love to see him in an ownership role but he doesn't need to trade in that Navy uniform Justin for that fire suit that's what that's what I feel like not at that level if he if he needs to go somewhere and learn how to race then go somewhere and learn this ain't the place for that yeah I agree should we sell Sacco to get well? Oh, Sacco. Oh, Damn man. it. What happened? John Sacco well, was running a half marathon. John Sacco was running a 5K Friday morning. <laughs> That's and, not true. And tore his Achilles. I, I heard it was going up the tunnel, maybe. I don't remember. But yeah, unfortunately, I heard he tore his calf. 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 Calf strain. Oh, yeah, I thought it was in the He's out six weeks surgery. with a calf yeah, strain. I thought it was surgery. No day to day. He's day to day with a calf strain. Okay. I thought yeah. somebody had told me he tore his Achilles. That's John Sacco's That'd be a bad deal. I'm waiting for the injury report. It's going to be questionable. Yeah, he's an official with us on the roof every week and a great guy, big Notre Dame football fan. Get well soon. Before we jump, though, to Texas, right? We can't tell you what Texas is going to be like as a race car driver. What's it going to be like? 
Um, don't say I don't know. I'm going to knock you off that chair. <laughs> he don't know. He's never been there. Are they spraying it? No. Uh, I don't know. We don't know. We'll have to go through the... We don't know. They don't tell us that. Um, usually Brad's the first one to ask. Bob's the first chat. one to know. Um, we got to get through the homestead test first this week. Oh, but, are you uh, going to homestead? Yeah, I think uh, we were good there in the all-star race until we uh, we pitted and we were good. So um, hopefully it's a good show. I feel like... Honestly, I feel like it's getting better, like Texas, with the wear and, and everything. Three and four is still the scariest corner in NASCAR. If, wow, why is that? It, I mean, it's just you're going so fast, and the wall just is there. Like, so you're, and especially with how our cars are, you run that top, you get in that bump. I mean, you're one bottom out away from just backing it in the fence. So uh, three and four is, is the scariest corner in NASCAR. It's fair to say you're in the corner longer at Texas yep. than, than anywhere else we yep. go. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate Texas. I, you know, I, I've honestly ran good there. I want to truck race there on this configuration. I, I think it races good. Um, you know, it's just different. So, I don't want them to do anything to Texas. I don't have a problem with Texas. I think um, it's been a great racetrack for a long time, and and I I think the tire is a big part of what yep. what we don't like when we go there to watch the race. I think downshifting is a big part of what we don't like when we go to, there to race. I think. The Dallas Fort Worth market is huge for sponsors, and it's it's a big important part. I mean, I remember when Bruton Smith had the media tour guys, and he put them on a plane and he flew them to Texas Motor Speedway, like to 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 unveil it. Right, so it's a big part of the history of our sport, and I, I love te- I love going to Texas. I love the people, the cowboy boots, the country music, and the cold beer. I'm down. Yeah, I mean we we <clears> had an issue with Texas before where they wouldn't dry. This is why we had to do a pave, and then they, why but they the asphalt was awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, it just out. wouldn't dry. We were there for a week one time because it was a mist. You know, like it never I, really rained, but we were but there that, all week. But that, like, I get it. But if I would be there for that, I would wait it out for a great race yeah, rather than you can't do that. Oh um, well, yeah, you can. We, we, we did, did it. but that's why it got paved. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. I, I have to shout, hold on one second. I got to give a shout out. This is my new favorite fan. Zach Beachler was his birthday on Saturday and he came up and said, Hey man, it's my birthday. Big DBC fan. Here's $20. First time everybody's ever gave me money for their birthday. He said, he said, no, not 20. He said, buy a shot for the round of, for the DBC guys. So I bought it for the guys that were Hooters where you guys were sleeping. Um, you were both invited. Didn't come. So go to hell. So I bought a shot for everybody there. <laughs> Um, but thanks, Zach. Happy birthday. And, $20 uh, went a long way. Yeah, you I got, for everybody. I got two. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. Thank you so much, Justin, for joining us. Thank you, as always, to our presenting sponsor, OfferPad. And thank you to you all for listening. Be sure to catch us on Mav TV at 7 p.m. Eastern this Thursday. Don't forget to like, comment, share, tell us what you think. And have a great week. We out. Holla. Word. See ya. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.